Welcome back, everybody. This is Mark 147. My name is Greg. I am the Bat Daddy, and I am with my boys here. Ross, we are just a couple of geeks chasing squirrels across the multiverse. How are you doing, brother? Uh, I'm enjoying the fact that we're doing a show. Unfortunately, it's not the lawyer show. Lawyer show. Lawyer show. She-Hulk, baby. It's, it's been yeah. a week of green. We have a She-Hulk, and we are definitely going to talk about that tonight. That is for sure. But... Uh, what's up, man? You know, we uh, sorry it's been uh, you know, we took two weeks off and had a show, then took last week off. It's just you know, this is summertime, end of summertime vacations. We all have families, we all have stuff to take care of. So, plus, it was kind of a low time with things going on. Things are starting to rev back up. We got a lot of stuff coming up soon down the chute. New show this week. Um, I'm ready to talk about it, man. But and we went we to FanFest, huh? Oh, so yeah, then we went to FanFest, it was fantastic. <laughs> it was fantastic, yes. Um, well, before we start talking about the uh, big three tonight, we got the Prey, we got the Sandman, we got She-Hulk, big three shows to talk about. We do some news and talk about just things we've been watching this week. What's up? Well, I'm going to lead it off right now with the number one thing that I thought I read this week, and that was the fact that it seems like Ezra Miller may finally be getting his their ass handed to them. Let me get the words out right. Uh, it seems like with all the wonderful Warner Brothers shakeup with Discovery coming in, that they're finally saying, Hey, it's time to play ball or like get out. Like, which one do you want to do? Do you want your movie to come out? Right. I mean, I feel like he should be arrested personal opinion, but dude, you'd be amazed how many people I see online defending him. And once again, I don't know. I don't know all the details. I really don't, but I know what I see and I, I get it. You can't, you know, go by everything you see, but yeah, Sarah, what's up? Thursday, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, you got me in a mini me. So, <laughs> <I hear> you. <laughs> Sorry, well, we guys. just kicked it off. We haven't even gotten any topics yet. We were just kind of talking about some news, and uh, oh. Ross brought this Ezra Miller Flash stuff. What say you Again. on it? <laughs> <laughs> Again, but really? it's, the, it's the opposite. It's the opposite way this time. Now he's being told that he has to play ball. Mm-hmm. Now he's making, you know, public apologies on social media platforms. So yeah, sounds like a little like accountability that. is that is out there. Is what it sounds like. Uh, it Somebody sounds like. Someone got slapped with PR. (laughs) Mm, Happens. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's interesting. I like Ezra. I like Ezra Miller as the Flash. I like him as an actor, but I can't get behind a guy who's a piece of shit. And once again, I only know what I see. I don't know the guy personally. I don't know how true any of that stuff is. I just know what I see and and what I hear, and it just sounds like this guy's not a good guy to be around. And there's smoke, there's fire, so it can't be but so much. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty well I'm I'm pretty good. Like I don't need him as the flash. I'm good. Yeah. I mean we'll I be think fine we just him. push on. He was a good but, flash, but like when I look at it, like it's not like it's not like recasting Iron Man. You know? Yeah. So I, well, I, mean, I feel like there's been so much like of a chasm of like when you first saw him versus now. Like I don't think it really matters if you recast it. I don't care. Yeah, I'm almost to Everything the point like, so I don't different. even really care about this movie anymore. I don't even care about the damn story. That's <laughs> I mean, because That's it's so ludicrous. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I've, unfortunately, if they haven't already shown us trailers, I wish it just would have got wiped off the face of the earth with Batwoman or in the place of Batwoman or is it Batgirl, Batwoman, whichever one it is, sure when they're done. So the fact is that they can't do that because we've already seen stuff from right. the movie. Yeah, we, we, we've seen it. 
Like I, I just can't believe they they've gotten that far, and and it's even a question. I mean, I get mm-hmm. once again everything that's going on, but it's just so crazy that it gets this close after we've heard for so long about the Flash. <laughs> We're in what I like to call the Chinese finger trap of fuckery, and that means <laughs> that there's no way out. Write that one down. <laughs> the, the more that you tug, the worse that it gets. <laughs> that is a pretty good one. That's like unevenosity. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Just, just a great, just a great word. Um, but yeah. Uh, I mean, so there's that. Yeah. Um, what else, man? Uh, let's see. Star Trek Day got announced. We get Star Trek Day on September 8th, which is their little day where they basically just talk about what they're doing. It's kind of like their little mini. I mean, it's not even a celebration. It's really kind of just a bunch of interviews. It's uh, no May the 4th, right? But. Well, I mean, it's, it, well, it's no Star Wars celebration. It's more like. Um, I guess if you were considered it to be like a fandom, except it, last year they did it all live on stage with a bunch of characters from different types of shows coming out. Um, this year they're going to do like a big thing, like a big video tribute to Nichelle Nichols. And um, I imagine they're just going to do more of their Comic-Con panels that they were talking about. So September 8th, I think it starts in the evening. If I remember correctly, I think last year it was in the evening. Not a whole lot of news. You can kind of read about it when it gets done, but yeah, it's fun to watch if you if you're into it. Yeah, I, I would hope that Star Trek gets a little more. Maybe because I'm becoming a Star Trek fan. Um, you know, uh, it's just one of these things that I wish growing up I would have paid more attention to because I have a lot yeah. more fun with it now. Even though I'm having a great time with it now, learning all this stuff, but you like the new guy. So I wonder why they choose September eighth. Why can't you do like April fifth? April 5th is first contact day. Okay. You would think that they would have a little bit more of a handle on it. Yes. (laughs) Well, Star Trek is really not known to have um, really great marketing ploys. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think that the only reason why they kind of do it right now is because it's kind of like the fresh season break between everything. Because we've seen everything from this year. And so we're getting ready to start back on, oh, Lord, what is it? Eight. August 25th, Lower Deck Season 3 comes out. I mean, unless that's changed, but that was that's the last crazy. I heard when it was supposed to be coming out. So at the end of and this I, month, and actually and, in like a week, next week. And now couldn't find out at Dragon Con, Anson Mount's going to be there. Ethan Peck's going to be there. And I'm like, I would, if I had known, because that's like the one thing that I would love for them to come to Galaxy Con. That would be fantastic. But You know what I would do? I would take a picture in front of of Anson Mount's head, so his hair was on mine, just so I could have it. And I'm like, I don't even need your face in the picture. Just give me your hair. Yeah, Does there's hair a long list guarantees? of... I, I even think Walter Koenig's going to be there. I mean, I'm yeah, like... I, it was blowing up. It definitely had like a little trend thing. Atlanta? I saw a bunch of names. Yeah, I know. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. It was mm-hmm. a tip breaker. <laughs> Never been to Atlanta. I don't think I'll ever go. Unless I had to for any reason, but I think if I'd paid more attention to it, I might have made it happen just, you know, because I'm like, I would just Anson Mount and Ethan Peck. Oh, that's uh, I'd probably have like Tom Welling and Brendan Fraser. You just <laughs> now, once again, like, Star Trek newbie here. Uh, who who is Ensign Anson Mount? That's um, Christopher uh, Pike, right? That's Pike. Pike. Yeah. I knew that From one. Stranger who's, Worlds and Ethan Peck is Ethan Peck. Spock. Yeah, who's that? Okay, gotcha. that's shock. Yes, gotcha. didn't know the actor's name, but that's 
Okay. Which is Gregory Peck's grandson. Yes, grandson? I do believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Gregory Peck, you know, the actor from, what was it, like in the 60s? Do you have it? 60s? What? Do I have it? I see, I see Greg's Peck? face. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I, I have no idea. Greg. Gregory I'm sure Peck. that if you like, of the great I, I Gregory line, know who it is? Huh? Yeah, I probably know who it is, but I don't like know who it is. You know, like if you showed him to me, I'd be like, oh, okay, I know that guy. But. Yeah, he was like from like the silver screen, you know, like black and white movies into now like the the when I first saw him was the um, Horatio Hornblower movies. But I mean, that's when I watched like the you know the older movies and stuff. So I was just like, ah. Man, I heard that in forever. I know, right? <laughs> I'm talking about the original, not like the remake from like what had um Yoan Grofen Grofeld. God, I can never say his name right. He did like a remake of it. So yeah, I'm reaching deep. <laughs> yeah, you are. I don't even know that last name. Nope. Yeah, when Grofeld, he was the one that played um, Mr. Fantastic in the last Fantastic Four movie. Across from Jessica oh. Alba. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guy who played in Footloose? No. He was also in... Oh in God, the last Fantastic Four movie? Wasn't that the old homeboy who played Goose's son? That played Mr. Fantastic? No, no, no. Not she's, that one. The other just one. talking about the, one the other had, like, the Fantastic ah, Four gotcha. 1 and 2, like the gotcha. Surfer, that kind of yeah. stuff. The one with Not Jessica Alba? Crowd. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, sorry. It's probably his oh. last name that always throws me off. Yeah, he's, like, he's, we, like, we, I what? think he's Welch. I think he's Welch, so. And he also has this other, it was like another sci-fi show where it's like his char- character like was, um, like died and always came back or something. I don't know, some crazy shit like that. I don't know, it was something. I can't even remember the name of it, but anyways. Sorry, that was my squirrel. Oh. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Gotta have him. Makes sense. Uh, well, Ross, did you have anything else news-wise? Or uh, just old up? news. Um, I mean, oh, because we were talking about it, I definitely was making note of the uh, the Giancarlo Esposito speech where he was trying to make the sales pitch to become Xavier, which mm. would be very interesting to see. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, Thor's like I said, Thor's close to coming out, so it could be on Disney Plus anytime. I think they just passed their their theatrical run that was necessary. They're, I think they do a forty five day need mm-hmm. to run in theaters, and then normally they release about seventy days after it opens. Has it so, been that long? I know it was <laughs> beginning of July. So I mean, we're we're close Gosh, enough on does. the forty five day thing. That's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that long. Well, I guess so. And, and now having tickets streaming are going to be on sale for uh, Wakanda forever. I need to That's in November. That, I mean, ghosts. tickets are going to be on sale for that. And what's the other one? Well, the other uh, one is... Black is uh, I don't know. Black uh, Adam's tickets are Forget those. When are we going to see Rogue One? Oh, that, well, that's that's happening now. I know. And right I'm not even in on this little like at um, this breakfast. moment. Well, no, not not right now. You were in the chat. (laughs) You're always welcome. Um, This so I felt jealousy. I was like, oh man, like did I make someone else feel jealousy? I don't know if I do that. I know y'all had your little. Oh, we can do this. We can do this. I'm like, no. I love the way Ross put it to me. He was like, so 
apparently they're playing Rogue One, blah, 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 in these theaters. And I was like, so if this is your way of asking me if I'll go see Rogue One, the answer is yes, because it's a great movie. See, I don't want, I don't mean third wheel on that one. No, come on. <laughs> cool. Um, here's the thing. You can be any wheel that you want to, as long as you're not in a hallway by yourself in darkness, because I mean, it doesn't bode well very, bode very well at the end of that movie. So as long as yes. you're like protected by the other rebels, you're good to go. And I'm no. feeling rebellious as hell. So, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, if there's not a whole lot of the news, I got two words I'm going to say, and then I'm just going to say, go. Uh oh, Cobra Kai. Ooh. Go. Because I know y'all, like, I like Cobra Kai. Don't get me wrong. It's a great show. My wife loves it, too. But I'm not nearly as big of a fan as y'all. I know y'all love this show. So, Cobra Kai, go. Oh, Eagle okay. Fang, baby. We're back I, as an Uber. I, <laughs> I mean, come on. You give me you give me one star because the van smells like beer? That's because there's Cause beer it is beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing that I can see that's probably going to just be just annoying is going to be... Um, Robbie and Miguel. I'm like, are y'all yes. gonna still do this? Just yes. build a bridge, get over it, dudes. I mean, you, you gonna kick each other's ass again? Is Miguel gonna put Robbie in the hospital? I mean, what the hell? They left you, you open with that that one roundhouse kick, and you're like, is Homeboy gonna knock him out? And I assume not, because you know, clearly, for a trailer, they want to build a little bit of interest in going to see it. Or well, did you see Miguel's it, face when they were standing on the um the little deck right there? Because this right here looked a little dark. That looked a little dark. <laughs> it, so I have. Oh, good. Sorry. I I only worry about what they do here, right? Because as much as I want to see people fight and either kick the shit out of people or get the shit kicked out of them, I also don't think it's like maybe we shouldn't do that for high schoolers. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like watching all the other things that we watch when you're a little too much teenage angst and you're like, you know, if they were adults, like I would kind of get it. But high schoolers? Like I was telling you guys, it's like this season is probably going to hit a little different because I think my kids had just started karate. So they're like little white belts. And now one is an orange. One's about to get promoted to an orange. So I'm like, nice. Yeah, and to see the boy, like I was telling you guys, the way he can swing around nunchucks, it's a little scary. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mite scary. I'm like, holy shit, okay. Wow. <laughs> I wish I was good with nunchucks. <laughs> be awesome. Don't worry, they've got a tournament tomorrow, so he's going to do his nunchuck kata, so I'll make sure to um, take a little vid. Yeah, send some footage. Yeah. For sure. So. <laughs> what was, the, what was the, the phrase from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? A fellow nunchake, yeah. Huh? What do you call him? <laughs> oh, I can't remember. Um, well, was, I'm curious to see. First of all, Silva. Is it, is it Silva? Mm -hmm. Silver. Silver. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking Anderson. Silver. Yeah. <laughs> at the beginning. All right. Yeah, I actually, had a conversation with Anderson Silva about back, so that's what's kind of stuck. Um, Go so be you low. got. <laughs> so you got Silver. So you know the end of last season saw how he was kind of, you know, whittling himself in there, you know, just being his little cover self, snaking around in there. Um, but I loved how, you know, we didn't forget about um, Crease. Mm -hmm. So are we going to have a little Crease action, maybe towards like mid-end of the season? I mean, he's got to make parole. Yeah, because, I mean, he's, you know, making friends in prison. Yeah. <laughs> There's only two ways to do it. He's doing it the hard way. 
<laughs> well, it's kind of like you walk in, it's like the biggest guy. Hmm, yeah, yeah. yeah got to set dominance. <laughs> okay, so hearing y'all talk about this, I got I got to ask, how long can this show go before it suffers like Arrow fate or Arrow flash type fate? Well, like, this is five. It, this is five, exactly. So this is, I feel like this is kind of like a make or break, well, not make or break season because it's a great show. What I mean is, this is a, a lot of times a turning point for a show. I think like they either one, stay really good or they start to really tail off. Well, because now you're bringing in, you're bringing in some OGs now. You know, you kind of got like chosen. You know, it's it's like I tell my kid, I'm like, you've got to watch at least, you know, the one first Karate Kid movie to understand what's going on, and then maybe the second one. You know, maybe that because some. I think now you're bringing in the nostalgia. You brought in the nostalgia factor last season. Right. So now I think what it is, it's like, all right, well, now you're bringing in the people from the past. You've already got the current established right now. So, and, you know, you've seen how Daniel's kind of changed from, you know, being that kid to where, you know, who he is now. And he's been brought back down a peg, you know, because I always thought he was a, he was a mite smug. Now, Johnny, I mean, yeah, Johnny was an ass. Douche. 100%. But, you know, you saw his, but, you know, Daniel was always like, well, I'm, you know, this, my way, you know, because Mr. Mariagi always felt like, he said, this is the right way, but I'm not going to be an asshole about telling you how this is the right way. Of course, Johnny, you know, with just gone. So I think this is probably going to be more like a, maybe a come to Jesus type season. Right. Because, you know, they got knocked down low because, you know, after was it the all county what was it what was the tournament called or after the tournament you know basically you know they're supposed to close down their you know both their dojos so it's kind of like all right yeah we're it's kind of like with a, with a trilogy you know the, the first one everything's great the second one everything's just dark awful horrible you know god how are you gonna you know come back from this right now it's almost like you're in the third where now you're gonna pick it back up and build it you know build it back up Full circle. Everything comes together. But that's yeah. kind of how I'm feeling. So I guess it kind of does depend on how this season. I think the first three episodes are going to kind of set the tone. Right. I feel like it is. Do we know if they have been approved or if they are planning on doing anything past this? I haven't already think about this being the final season, which I think if they planned on that, we would hear. Well, and it's like anything else. I mean, there's a lot of popularity with Cobra Kai. So if they right. can milk it for as long as they can, fine. I think if they go to a sixth season, I think that should be it. Okay. I think that would, my personal opinion, I think that's the furthest they should take it. All right. If they Th go past the fifth. That's kind of what I'm wondering about shows now is like, how long is too long for a show to go on? Because there's some stories that like, I want to hear the story, but if you're getting to a point where you're just doing a money pool and you're just putting out crap, then I don't want to see the story anymore. And it kind of ruins it for me. Um, so ho hopefully more shows follow, but you don't really see a lot of shows going past five, six seasons anyway. Yeah. And I, know, and I think that's know. pretty, because I mean, there's only so much you can tell. I mean, until you get to the point where a lot of episodes are nothing fillers. You know, problem is the kids. That's a good point do. too. Actors. I think up. the kids is one of the biggest mm -hmm. problems because they are such main characters in the show and they are, you know, they're going to age, age out and mm -hmm. there's not much you can do about it. One, it's natural progression. Two, you should let that natural progression happen in, in order not to make it stupid crazy. Mm -hmm. So how do you keep on going after that? Uh, five, uh, when they announced season five, they were 
were they film or were they showing episode four or season four? It felt like season five was announced pretty early. So I feel like if they have a good and well enough story already written and prepared to be told that they can wrap it up in six or seven. I mean, like I, I could see it going to seven, but I, I, I doubt it. I think six is probably going to be the sweet spot for this, okay. but also I kind of want to know what five does before, you know, absolutely. Because like part. I said, you're bringing in a lot of like the nostalgia. You're bringing a lot of these, tertiary characters you know they're yeah, that too. so it's almost like you're, it's, yeah it's like a continuation of that original story but yet now you're tired into like the current so yeah that's that's gonna be that's you gotta be you gotta be careful about that <laughs> okay so last question on it then if season five ends up being a disappointment and you guys don't enjoy it does that ruin the series for you or make you not want to watch season six or is it just well it happened i'm gonna take it for what it is and and we're gonna keep going it's kind of like titans Okay, good, good. I, I think of Arrow in the same kind of way. You love the characters. You, know? yeah. you love the characters, and you just want to see, but you're just like, yeah. yeah just, I get that. You, you can do so it. So you're in it. You you're in it, it no matter what. And until oh, yeah, it's done, done airing, you're, you're watching the show. I didn't need or want the show. I'll tell you that right off the bat. I got hooked on the show watching it as a guilty pleasure. It, this show mm -hmm. is a guilty pleasure for me. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't even a massive Karate Kid fan other than what, I mean, I, I guess I could have been, you know, one of those things like back in my mind, I probably don't really remember about being young a whole lot, but you know, I do you remember. You that, um, that crane kick, don't even lie. Everybody uh, I mean, yeah. Come on. I was a kid. I probably did it like in my underwear. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but I wasn't asking for it. And when, like, when they announced it, I'm like, oh, I mean, I guess that could be cool. And then I watched it. I mean, really. I don't know why, but it was, I guess, Johnny sold it for me. You know, I mean, as much as you see Daniel in there and, you know, I didn't like the direction that they went. Right. And I thought that it was a very interesting premise for them to have a show. I think the first season was out. The second season may have been coming out before I even watched the second or first mm -hmm. season. And when everyone was like, they're turning the idea of Karate Kid on its head. And, you know, now Daniel's the butthole and, you know, Johnny's the mm -hmm. one that's trying to be the underdog. And I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. Why not? I don't think it can ruin it if they end it and it stinks. I think, yeah, I think everybody just kind of like watched it and just started like just gaining traction. Because like, like I said, it was kind of like a guilty pleasure. You're like, oh, I'll watch it. And you're like, oh, 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 okay, let's keep going. The problem with it would be flavor of the week. And right. it, it would feel like if they don't, because they've done a pretty good job slowly raising the stakes. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're mm -hmm. not even massive. Like all the stakes are very, very low tier. You know, they're still talking about the all county karate championship. They're still talking about um, opening a dojo, combining dojos. I mean, everything is, you know, we talk about things with big comic book characters. I mean, this isn't even low level. This is strip mall level. Like, you know, like these problems are dealt with for, you know, the, like the corner somewhere in America, you know, mm. not even that big of a deal. So it's funny that they are able to immerse you so much in such a small little scenario. It's that, it's that their little world is there. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. they're this little bubble that they're living in. <laughs> that's all you yeah, need. And that's what I'm good saying. Story. It's, yeah. it's amazing how they do that and to make it it's such a good story. Mm -hmm. that's all you need man it's just a few characters in one setting and you're good so uh all right well anything else you want to say about cobra kai do we know a date season five? september 9th september 9th. 9 9 so i'm sure we're covering that yeah, right star trek day 
<laughs> and then we got Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah, sure. We're going to be covering that. Uh, so look for the reviews on that coming up soon. Uh, anything else news-wise, trailers we want to talk about? Uh, I'm only going to mention the Wednesday Adams show because I thought it was good because I thought the monster sucked so bad. Okay. Uh, the Wednesday Adams trailer was, oh it was, <laughs> I was like, I, I'm on board I'm with this girl. 100%. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie, I haven't seen it, but just hearing it, like if you tell me there's a Wednesday Adams show, there's in the nothing trailer, about that, draw, that draws me to it. I like the Adams family and I, you know, but mm-hmm. just nothing draws me to that. Well, now. Catherine Zeta Jones is Morticia. And oh, Luis Guzman. Oh, yes. Wow. He, yes. Okay. Like, well, I wasn't liking it, but then I was like at the very, uh, I was having a conversation about it. I'm like, because I remember uh, Raul. um, Raul, um, Julia? Yeah. The original Gomez? Yeah. Well, well, he's not the original, and that's what, like, it was getting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it was. um, I don't remember. I'm not thinking his name. Yes. Sean Aston's dad. I can't think of his. Yeah. Yes. Um, Either way. When I saw the comparison between him and Guzman, I'm like, oh, they might have nailed this. And I might have just been like a butthole about it <laughs> because I was like, I'm not buying like Louise Guzman. But I, when I saw the picture side by side, I'm like they may have really done their homework that I know nothing about. Right. Um, in the trailer, though, like Wednesday is getting kicked out of schools left and right. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because there's like a swim team in the pool and apparently they were picking on her brother. And yeah, so like, she comes um, in with two bags of piranhas <laughs> and she's like, if anyone picks up my brother, it's going to be me. Yes. She just like <laughs> drops them into the pool and these little, you know, CGI things just start going after and biting the dudes. Business. Mm. Yep. Another region, mm. I would say. Yeah. He didn't make it out the pool <laughs> quick enough. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. But yeah. Yeah. It's not me. But, so it works. It, well, cool. I'll check the trailer It looks out. interesting. It looks like they're, they're probably going to take it to the where the... The Adams family's like, you know, where they kind of like drew the line. I think they're going to go over it. Yeah, making it non-family PG, making it more Adams family. Yeah. Even though, I'm telling you, man, and we're going to talk about this later too, they are really, really, really pushing that envelope with like what's family content nowadays. (laughs) So who knows what they're going to consider it. But I'm not necessarily family content. It'll be on Netflix. We'll see. Yeah, the, the the ratings system has changed over the years. Let's put it that way. That's all I'm saying. And it looks and like it. it's eight time epi- progression. Looks so. like there's going to be eight episodes of that too. So okay, that's oh, supposed to come out fall time. Fall time. Okay, it doesn't have what, a date yet. What uh, platform? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Gotcha. Netflix. I love so, Netflix because they have so much stuff, but I hate Netflix because it is the thirty first. Maybe I was thinking that was exactly who it was going to be. That would be perfect. Netflix is the worst streaming program on my te- on my television in my bedroom. <laughs> it always messes up. I hate when I have to watch it on Netflix. I usually just end up watching it on my phone because, especially now that I've realized that you can watch stuff on your phone on Netflix, maybe you can do it on the television too at one and a half times the speed. And I was like, well, that's great. <laughs> so when I've got to catch up on a show, that's the way to do it. <clears throat> I told you. I can't watch that there's, some show, there's some shows out there that I would do it because some it's shows that I'm just bad. like, oh my god, it's not that bad. You can still keep up with things. Like, it, it, I thought I was worried about it being too fast. I think any faster than 1.5 would be no good, but 1.5 is not bad. So, all right, was there anything else? Trailers, news? No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, there probably was, but 
we got other things. We got other things to do. <laughs> what do y'all want to? Is there anything interesting you've been watching lately? I know I started watching The Gray Man last night and I had to go to sleep because it was way too late, but I'm going to finish watching that. Have y'all completed that viewing? The Gray Man was good. Gray Man was good. I, okay. I did enjoy it. I did. I think that is more along the lines of what I would consider a better made Netflix movie. Um, because I also watched Day Shift with the, this the new Jamie Foxx and um, I can never remember the little kid's name. Um, but he's a vampire hunter, and I was just like, "Do you remember Power?" Yes, yes. All right, so Power wasn't bad, right? Like, like one one good viewing. Mm-hmm. It it told a story, but like you didn't need a beginning, you didn't need a preface, you didn't need an ending, like an epilogue, like what goes on in the middle is just that one little. You got an episode, and that's what that movie was. Right. I mean, Day Shift was kind of the same way, but I gotta keep keep harping on the fact that you know Netflix keeps throwing stuff at the wall. Some of it's sticking a little bit, but I would like to see a little bit more quality. I like streaming networks more that have better quality shows. And Netflix just keeps doing it by the numbers. They haven't even decided whether or not they're going to uh, do a second season of Sandman yet. Because they're probably waiting on the numbers, to be honest with you. Because <sighs> everyone gives them such a hard time about, you know, Jupiter's legacy. We're going to, you know, just cancel that right here and right now. But but shouldn't that let them know not to worry about the numbers? I mean, Jupiter's legacy got great numbers, didn't it? <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Like, don't worry about it. Like oh, They don't yeah, need I, to. I but that's all that they live off of. That's what they live off of. There's a lot of stuff on Netflix I would trade. But of course, this is just me for, for the stuff they get rid of. I'm but. I'm at a point where I've considered, I've been looking ahead and trying to think about like, how badly do I really want to keep Netflix? Like, I may actually just offload it for a little while. We'll just cancel it okay. and sign back up whenever you want to watch something. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. Use it for- <laughs> I have a couple you friends at work it. that just that every month they'll sign up for a new service and cancel their previous one. So just pay for one service a month and watch that for the whole month. And I'm like, well, oh, yeah. that's a good idea. So. Uh, all right. Um, that's, I'm trying to think beyond that. Anything we want to talk about on here? That's really all I've been watching because um, I've been just busy. I watched the Star Wars Summer Lego special thing. I mean, all of it. Oh, well, actually, that and the Groot thing is like it's all for kids. But I mean, like I just I put it on while working one day and just listened mm-hmm. to it. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, it's interesting, I guess. Definitely yeah. good for kids. If you yeah, want, we didn't good. get through all the Groot stuff. Even my kids were kind of like, "What?" <laughs> they were super short. I mean, like I don't understand how. I mean, they're they're made for you know we kids because right. <clears throat> you know attention span like it's just not there. I mean, like they're like five minutes, eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's colors and sounds and characters they recognize that are friendly. It's just like you said, it's it's something for we kids that you turn on the tablet when you're in the grocery store to keep them busy. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So. I did not watch the Groot series stuff. I uh, just didn't seem like something that I was going to be <laughs> interested in checking out. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, "Well, I'm just not gonna." Watch. I have the right to choose not to watch that. So, and I don't By think I'll be missing movies. anything I don't want. So, well, all right. Well, uh, anything else you have watched? You want to talk about? Do y'all want to hop into the three? Well, I don't want to say shows, but viewing options we've had this week. Sure. Let's talk and- about. Uh, you want to do pray? Let's do Prey, because I actually, I liked Prey, but I'm more excited to talk about the other two than I am Prey. So let's get Prey. Yeah, we'll just not that out of the way. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, myself, am not a huge Predator fan. 
not that there's anything wrong with it. I really like the first movie, the, the Arnold one. You know, grew up watching that one's awesome. Um, but just never followed the series really. And then um, the th- I don't want to say the thumbnail, but the imagery on the streaming platform actually caught my attention with this, and I was like, well, I kind of want to watch that, even if it's not Predator. It looks interesting, which is great to let you know that you know making you look that good can do that. But I was impressed. I really was. I knew nothing about this movie going into it. Absolutely nothing except I heard that it was a Predator movie. Somebody told me that it was a horror suspense and very gory, but I found it to be neither. I found it suspenseful, and I found it kind of gory, but not really worse than anything I ever watched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, nothing bad, uh, And uh, but I enjoyed it. So are you all big Predator fans? Because I've never really been. I prefer I Predator over Alien. <laughs> I, I do prefer Predator over Alien. I've watched, I think, two Alien movies. The first one, and I think I, I think I saw a Resurrection in theaters. Yeah, we did go see that one in theaters. Yeah, was was that us? that wouldn't saw that because I, yeah. I remember seeing that in theaters. But uh, beyond that, I've just never really been a huge Alien fan. You know, well, but see, I, I, love, I love AVP. I love I love that movie. I don't know okay, what I, it is about it. I love that movie. That's where things got crazy for me, and everything started seeming to. Uh, uh, it was like the era of. I don't know. It was like the 2000s gave us some weird stuff. And I don't know if that came out in like the 10s or not. But I know that there was just that that moment where like everything had to start going crazy. It's like... Um, oh, Maybe too manufactured, you think? Like it didn't well, come I mean, naturally enough? Yeah. Like they were trying to add in other other tidbits to keep you interested, you know? Like it's Alien and Predator. But, you know, like we also have, you know, like there's a dude rapping in the corner, you know? Like things get weird. Um, I... I, I like the first one, like you said. I'm pretty sure I've watched the second one at least once, if not twice. I don't know, like uh, not a whole lot. But I knew a whole lot more going into this Predator movie, and I actually watched it because I heard that, like you know, pace wise, that's it was a lot. There's a lot better of a movie pace wise, and to me, that's what I needed because I mean, all the other ones just seemed like it was it's a whole bunch of jump scares and everything else. Like they were just trying to keep topping each alien viewing and each predator viewing, each killing, each one was supposed to top and top and top. So for this one, when they got to a certain point in the movie and I'm like, it's good because it's basic. Like there's not a whole lot going on. You know, like they're out here using bows and arrows and crap and, you know, trying to figure out how to take down a predator, which was all practical effects. Yeah. I think that was a dude in a suit. Well, yeah, th- that's the awesome part about it. But like you said, the, the best thing about this movie is I felt like I could walk into this movie. Like my wife's not a Predator fan. I feel like she can walk into this movie and watch it and know nothing about pre- Predator at all. Not be a fan of anything about it at all and enjoy this movie. Because Definitely. it was it was a good story. It's like you get all the information you need about what's going on in the beginning. You see the action going on. And you have a conclusion. The end. It like It's a perfect little nutshell of a story. Like I really, really enjoyed this viewing. And another so, thing that was good... Okay, spoiler alert! If if you haven't if you're listening now, oh, you haven't yeah, seen it. Just spoiler, quiet, yeah. quiet. The dog survives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when I got to work, kids, my- the kids they watch this, so it wasn't that bad to where the kids couldn't watch it because I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they whatever. So there was two things that get the boy harped on. First of all, the dog survived. Mm-hmm. The second one was, I guess, this one they went out to, I guess, hunt the cat. Right. One dude got like totally wiped and nobody said anything about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the boy and, was like, 
What? While we're None talking about anything. that scene, yeah, that was one thing I noticed too. But my second part was in that scene specifically, I thought the way they were going to play it out was she actually killed the lion. Mm-hmm. And her brother took credit for it because if the last thing you see is her lunging forward with with the spear, or whatever she has, her falling down and hitting her head, and then she's carried back to their their camp. Well, yeah. If the lion like didn't that. wasn't killed, and she fell to the ground, wouldn't it have mauled her up right there? It would. So that's why I was like, oh, there's something else to this. I was like, he took her back. And the lion was already dead, and it never, it never, that never came true. Which I'm glad because I wouldn't want her, bro- his, you know, her brother to kind of screw her over like that. But I just thought that was there. I was like, no, there's no way she survives that if the lion survived. You know? Yeah, I every, I wasn't okay with, I wasn't okay with that until the brother kind of got like the redeeming moment of like saving her butt more or less. Right. And I thought that was like a good uh, yin yang, you know, a little you know, like dark, you know, moment. Um. But I think my, my biggest thing that really kept my attention was that they, they throttled the amount of um, predator skill set very well. I thought that they kept on like showing like hit the next thing that he was doing. And now he's got this and like, here comes the hand shield and like, here comes, you know, he busts out the bomb and like, you know, it was things that you've seen before, but like in the, it, it felt more of a natural progression of him using all those things in this movie mm-hmm. and then also her learning about mm-hmm. the predator knowing nothing you know being extremely primitive it was a nice stepping it was a nice you know a ladder climb to actually get to the point where she was able to do something to him so yeah because they they messed him up <laughs> yeah, they oh, yeah. Did. <laughs> so i want to ask y'all they give you all this cool moment of her where she's in the uh okay everything in this movie that they that they point out anything you see them zoom in on it, it comes back later the only thing i didn't think came back very very well was the yo-yo tomahawk she did use it one time but not like she was practicing with it but it still got a little a little bit of use but did anybody else in that moment when you saw her in the mud think okay here we go here's the arnold moment where she realizes that you know the mud and the heat and everything else and then it didn't happen and i was like oh okay they got me because I, I definitely thought that was what was happening next no, I, I think it was strung, strung it another way because that's what I yeah. liked about her character because she wasn't like the traditional macho type character, mm-hmm. you know, because you know, it, it's, it's, she spent this entire movie trying to prove herself mm-hmm. because those other warrior dudes were like total dicks, total dicks. And I'm like, cause I was like, kick his ass, kick his ass. So, I mean, for her to fight, to, but then again, you got to remember in a time like this, you know, when you look at the women, you know, she wanted to be the hunter. Nine times out of ten, that's that's not what women did. So, I mean, you know, it was, it was I'm not saying woke or anything like that, but it was, I, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I mean, it was believable, very realistic. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, was, yeah. it wasn't the fact that, but the fact that, you know, she knew how to use medicines and things like that. It's just like she saved the dude that got mauled. Mm-hmm. You know, she hadn't been there with the medicine. And then. And I think that was kind of cool instead of using like the prior, like you said, with the mud, you know, to cool you down so you can basically have like your, you know, so your predator can't see. But for her to use that, yeah, Yeah. for her to use that medicine to realize like, hey, you can't see, you know, if, you know, if your body temperature drops. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool instead of, you know, like, you know, rehashing something that already been done before. You know, it's it's still the same purpose, but it's a different way. 
I only wish it was a little bit more believable because I had a real tough time. Like the moment she put it in her mouth and like all of a sudden like bloop, invisible, like can't see me. It felt <laughs> like it was really instant. And so yeah. that, and that, that, and, that and was that, probably my, my big beef with that. I think the predator vision was that was the biggest like plot hole in this for me or like the hardest thing to explain because like, you know, you see his vision sometimes and you really can't see anything except for heat. You know, I mean, you can kind of make a silhouette of other stuff, but you really can't see much. And there's moments where, like, he's walking up on the dead buffalo, and he 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 sees the medicine that she's put on this dead buffalo. It's like, first of all, how did you see that? Second of all, how did you see that little bitty spot of medicine that she put on this dead buffalo? The the one of the whole field of them that she happened to be in. I was like, okay, they're <laughs> they're playing very fast and loose with this vision, but I'm okay with that because the story was still good. You know, and Predator's still a badass. I'd still be afraid of him, even if he couldn't see. Watching. Watching him learn uh, who the predators are, or figure out who the predators are, you know, him doing his own little scientific experiment, like you know, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna pit these two people against each other. What was it, the snake and the rat, or yeah, um, snake and the rat, and then the, the wolf and the rabbit, and then yeah. uh, him and the bear, right? Yeah, and I was like, you know, like it's 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 it was just it was good because it was natural, mm. you know, like all he did was sit back and observe, and then you know yank skulls and spines out of bodies so well i also liked it because they didn't make him like unbeatable like when he was going against Mm -hmm. those french guys i was really like wow like is there going to be a moment where maybe he's captured or something like that because Mm -hmm. he he was getting his ass kind of kicked at some point in time and with the bear like i thought that was was one of the best scenes of the movie to be truly (laughs) honest with you like i love i think that was almost better than leonardo and the bear Ooh, shots i don't know I mean, <laughs> shots fired. I thought it was um, good. He no, picked the bear I, I, out. You know, it was so- <laughs> let him out, which is crazy. Like, I don't know, man, but that bear was pretty badass. And, and you know, it's funny because I guess when I think about a bear, I don't think about how mean and insanely deadly, like what an actual beast these things actually are. Yeah, that's not Yogi. But it's like a gorilla. <laughs> like, yeah, they're, they, they will mess you up mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> so. I hate to be in a fight with a bear, a real bear. Because you, you don't really think about like the claws, you know, like the, the claws they have. You know, you see the teeth, yeah, but you don't really think about there's other, and they're strong. In old movies, someone has always got bear scars on their face. Always. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like <laughs> just like straight across the face. <laughs> like one eyeball's all white because like it got all goofed up in a bear fight. I'm like, yeah, a bear fight. Okay. You mean bar fight? Are you spelling that wrong? <laughs> Oh, um, but yeah, man, uh, it, Prey was, I don't want to say surprisingly good because I had no expectations going into it. I knew, didn't even know it was coming out. Nothing about it. Oh yeah, uh, we, had, we had seen but, like the previews and stuff or, you know, at least the, the marketing was mm-hmm. everywhere. Was it? Oh yeah. Huh. I, I didn't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just that oblivious. Or I'm I don't think busy. Hulu's had that's anything since Handmaid's Tale once again. So <laughs> that's like their one surviving show. I don't no. know really well, like anything else that's on that well the thing, crazy thing was about me too is like lead act, actress i can't remember her name but amber mid thunder we'll see because she was in the um, badass name <laughs> what was it roswell new mexico because you had roswell from the 90s then you had roswell new mexico from like 2000 or like the 2010s or whatever and Did she was that show uh i'm not i'm looking at her imdb right now i don't see anything she's been in that i may have seen uh, longmire 
uh, but I don't remember in that. But like I said, the Roswell, New Mexico, I had just pretty much just watched that. That was okay. That was like a version of Roswell where the the previous one That's everybody was in high school. Yeah. This one, everybody who was already out of high school, so okay. it was like a different iteration. Yeah, it's brand new this year. Yeah. So, yeah, that was um, that's where I knew her from. So I was just like, okay, that's not that's not her, that's, you know, because it's like sometimes when you see, like I said, it's just like um, what's his face from the boys? You know, I told you guys like that really took took me out because he was in that show as well, right? Or and actually, he was from the the previous version. I'm just like, I can't see you like this in this character, but. It's like once it went on, I was like, okay, you're cool. As long as she kept the makeup on, I was good. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie, she crushed it. In yeah. This movie. Absolutely crushed it. Like to the point where I would say I would watch a prey two. Like round two, Predator versus her. Cause I like just did a great job acting. I, I thought all the characters cast in the movie did a great job. Um, that was one of the shining moments was the acting in this movie. Oh. Everything about it was believable. Everything was practical. It looked great. Um just Overall, really enjoyed it. It makes me want to have another Predator movie. I can't say there's been any other Predator movie other than maybe one that's made me feel that way, that I want to watch another one. How many Predator movies are there? Well, if you're considering the Alien versus Predator movies, I would say well, those. Yeah. But I, I, there may only be like four, but, I, but I've only seen these two. So hmm. I thought that there was three and then Alien versus Predator. And then... So I felt yeah. like because you got Predator that came out in eighty seven, you got Predator two that came in ninety, you got Predators that came in ten. Yes. Alien versus Predator was oh four. Then you had Alien AVP Requiem was oh seven. So yeah, that's not a little bit of it. So that's five. So now we're at six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so two of six. That's a good batting average. Yeah, but I don't know. Is there anything else y'all wanted to point out about Prey? Overall Watch thoughts? It. If, if you it. had to give it a, a, a 1 through 10, great. What would you give it? I mean, for a Predator movie, I mean, look for any kind of movie, it wasn't too horror-y. It wasn't too weird. I mean, I, I guess like a 7. Okay. Yeah. I would give it a solid 8. It was a fun watch. I, I may even watch it again. You know, that's one that I could put on and watch again. So I think the rewatchability of it is out there so yeah i'll give it a solid eight i think i'm right between you two i think seven and a half okay i mean there's there's a couple things where i'm just like mm, but for the most part i mean i love predator <laughs> i mean I, I love the it was not really an origin but you know it it was just a different where you you know you it's like you're pitting like avid human hunters you know like you said bow and arrow you know, that, that kind of thing, like primitive where you're going against, you know, this predator, because I, it's, I almost feel like this particular predator was kind of like, um, like in training. Yeah. Definitely felt um, like it was like rookie season. Right. Yeah, exactly. You're one, so, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I think, I think rewatch, I think, uh, give it a rewatch and then, yeah, but I think, yeah, seven and a half. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. Well, let's wrap that one up. So two topics left. We got the Sandman and She-Hulk. Which one do you want to save for last is the question. We'll save Sandman for last. I'll give my impressions as I've only seen like two and a half. Okay. That works. <laughs> I well, didn't make talk. it to the third one because I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. 
But that's what I'm saying. I'd rather talk about the other ones so that way I can say what I want to, and then maybe you guys can run off and talk about the rest of it or whatever. Or, or if you want to kind of divvy it up or whatever. Right. And Greg definitely said he didn't make it all the way through it. So I know that we're just going mean, to, we can, we can talk the first two. Like that's totally cool. Yeah. Well, when we decided we were just going to talk about the first half, I was like, well, okay, I'm not going to rush myself to rush in the last few episodes. Cause, uh, but I got to like eight, so I'm almost there. But, um, and then they turn around and drop an animated episode. I didn't even know. Like, yeah, I they did that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're definitely gonna talk about that. Cause I thought there was only 10 and I looked later it was 11. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, so, ten right. plus one. Well, we'll get to that. Let's talk some She-Hulk, and I have got to start this off because this has not been a, mo- a, a series that I've been insanely excited for. Not because of the character, because of how it looked. And after watching the first episode, I still feel the same way. I don't like the look, but I figured it out, and I figured out what it is about this that I don't like. I don't like Professor Hulk. I don't, Smart Hulk. I don't like the look of that character is what it is. And, and I had to go back and think about it. And I was like, you know what? I'd rather just see Hulk be a brute and smash and then see Bruce Banner. And I get it. He's a character in the comics. Whatever, it's fine. And they can put him in there and, and it still looks fine. But I've always gone into this series not liking the CGI. And I made a comparison on Twitter the other day uh, that some people agree with me. Some people disagree with me. It's just my kind of thing. Um, just when I see things, I like to compare. Well, why do we do this here and this not here type deal? But I, I I say all this going into it with I didn't like the way that the the Hulk, the, the She-Hulk, the way it looks. Okay. But I have to defeat my own problem with an argument that I say with Green Lantern. Like, because I always defend Green Lantern in the movie. I enjoy that movie. But people always make fun of the CGI and the suit and everything. And my argument is always will show me a fabric made of pure energy that they could have used otherwise, and then we'll make this argument. So, with this, I can say, show me an actual Hulk, and then <laughs> I can make this argument. So, if I want to see Hulk on screen, I have to deal with what I see, and that's fine. It's not terrible. It just has some things I don't like about it, you know? But I have seen live-action Hulk, too, and I would rather have this than live-action Hulk. So, all that being said, I just went on a huge rant. I really enjoyed the show. Minus the look of everything else, I really enjoyed the show. Um, I could look past all of that for the acting, for the story, for the comedy, for everything that was in there. Awesome show. So I've given it a lot of shit for the way it looks. But now that I've seen it, I still think it looks bad. But I really enjoy it. And it doesn't matter. So what say y'all? I like her look better than his look. Okay. I can I can handle that because he just looks like a hot mess, and I'm I, I agree with you too because the the smart Hulk I, I was not a fan, I wasn't a fan of it in, oh God when you say yes because yeah. I was just like what is I'm like either or I I can't do both I can't right. do both that's just just fucking weird I'm sorry it's just weird he's too comedic whenever he's Professor Hulk. He's not that comedic when he's Bruce Banner, and of course he's not the comedic when he's Hulk. Yeah, because, whatever, I mean, like you, they're together, Bruce, he's too because, comedic. Yeah, you've you got know? Bruce. Let Bruce have his personality, and then mm-hmm. you've got Hulk. So let Hulk be Hulk. I mean, I understand it's a rest. You know, it's a a fight between the two. But I'm like, just together, it do, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense to me. I agree. It doesn't make yeah. sense. And it, you know what? Maybe that's that. It, it's all me. 
I'm sure there are plenty of people who like that, and there's a reason why it's a comic, and it's in the comics and everything else. But for me personally, I just don't like the way it. And it took me a while to realize that too. And I was like, why do I not like the way she like she looks so badly? One, it reminds me kind of Fiona from Shrek, just a little bit. I don't know why, but just a little bit. Uh, and, and then I just her. thought about it as I was watching it, and I was like, I don't like Professor Hulk. And then I thought about all the times I've seen him, and I was like, I don't like him in anything I've seen him in, really. You know? I think the last time I liked Hulk was in Ragnarok. The The Smart Hulk thing was a... It was a shock. It was like it was like Fat Thor, you know? Yeah. When, when you get when you get thick Thor, like you, you get shocked, and um, unfortunately, with all the normal sensations that Thor gives sense. people, it's a weird one. So here, here's my here's my take on it. It doesn't bother me. I do prefer insanely stupid, crazy Hulk out Hulk. Like I I do prefer that because I do think that's the whole premise of the character. Mm-hmm. But I think that. Uh, Marvel's done a good job of deep diving into it. I can't remember what the line is called, but I know there's like is it interstellar Hulk, intergalactic Hulk, some one of those one of those Hulk lines. Um, in the books, it really deep dives into his past and like him being young, and like it shows like how he can be extremely uh, compa- like compared to Moon Knight. Uh, like with the with the him having so many different personalities, and I think that Marvel's done a pretty good job of actually giving us that because, I mean, if you take the, um, oh, what was what's his name that played it original Hulk, not the original Hulk, one, but the, no, no, the original, no, the original Marvel, oh. um, oh, um, um uh, yes. Edward Norton, uh, yes, yeah, Edward Norton, yeah. So exactly. Edward Norton had a persona that didn't carry across into Avengers. And what I'm saying is like his behavior didn't carry over. It was a little bit, but Edward Norton did a better job of like having like a freak out, you know, like, like being weird about it. Mm. It seemed to be um, when Mark Ruffalo came along, he got very skittish and like, you know, like he was like, he always seemed like he was walking around, like trying not to touch like a whole lot of things. Cause he didn't know what was going to happen. You know, he triggered. And, yeah. Yeah. And so, whereas tightly wound one, one seemed skittish. The other one seemed like, like, like afraid of everything and not in like, not in like the same kind of way. Mm-hmm. But then you get to a point to where the, the last movie where we actually see all six Avengers together, age of Ultron, he was all over the map. Like he yeah. was very, uh, just doing, just doing different things. I mean, it was weird. Ragnarok was, was great. It was ideal. You know, like Hulk was Hulk and like, you know, you could see him, you know, physically taking a building apart and, mm-hmm. you know, causing massive damage as much as we actually saw it in age of Ultron. Ragnarok was the one where I was like, that's, that's almost like peak Thor. I mean, like he is, he is ripped. He's badass. He's pissed off and he can do just about anything. And he was just funny enough to, to be able to hold on to, the humor side of it but then i liked banner better i liked ruffalo's version of it in that because it showed that you know he wasn't sure what was going on but he had a better grasp of like the actual character and then you get to you know major major identity crisis where he got his butt kicked at the beginning of infinity war and didn't even want to be in the movie <laughs> you know <laughs> he, he, was, he was all about hiding out and then it was culture shock like in game was culture shock Mm-hmm. when you see smart hulk and i understand not wanting to see that because it's nice 
but you also expect him to do something, you know, kind of messed up. You know, right. you expect him to like destroy something. And as much as he was doing it, he wasn't doing it in like an animalistic, you know, I don't care about anything kind of way. And, but I think you need to have a conversation mm-hmm. to do it with Smart Hulk. Man, I mean, like, I, I really bought what they were doing at the beginning of that. I liked, I liked yeah. the thing that was helping him. That all made sense. Um, here's the thing. We never saw that transition from yeah. Ragnarok Infinity War to, to Endgame. Like, it was just abrupt. And so without That may be story, my biggest issue. And, and like, no I don't even context, know about it. Yeah, that yeah. may be my, my issue. It, 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 you just kind of swept that under the rug. Like you had this just automatically you assume, just roll with yeah. it. it. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it and that's, I, I was more impressed by all the things that they were doing, you know, like he, when he was talking about, you know, well, you know, uh, I turned into Hulk when, you know, like a, like a, uh, robot smashed me or, a, um, a giant rock fell on me or whatever he was describing. And he was like, you know, yeah. and, uh, Natasha used to be able to give me a lullaby. And she's like, well, how does that work? And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't really know, but it worked. I'm like, yeah. they're just pointing out all the things. But in the same the token, as much as I don't like the Smart Hulk, I think it the way they were starting to tell this story, because the thing that really hit me, I thought was the most hilarious, is when he finally realized that she's one person. Mm-hmm. There's not two in there. And he's like, because, you know, like I said, he's got this book. He's like, you're, dude, this. And she's like, what are you she's talking about, dude? I can mm-hmm. control this. Mm-hmm. He's like, you mean this you're not wrestling? There's nobody else in there? Yeah. It was so good. But he was he, such he, a jackass. <laughs> yeah. Well, understandably so, based on what he's gone through, you know. And yeah. and I will say that one of those things with uh, Professor Hulk that did piss me off, like we were saying, with not knowing the transition, just they say, hey, here it is. This is what happened. You're getting a little bit of payoff with that right now. Mm-hmm. With him showing you the bunker in, in, uh, in Mexico, him explain to you that he's gone through this and how long, like you're getting a little bit of payoff of that now. And I respect that. I appreciate that for me. Maybe it's just, it's more the look than the thing. Cause like he looks different. Like professor Hulk looks different than Hulk did. And well, like it's, it's or, like, you, know? you got Hulk. That's like the big, but then it's like, it's like a medium size. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, well, bear, I mean, mama bear, papa bear. It's like we're, we're at mama bear right now. Yeah. But it also looks more like him in the face. And I think, you know, like that's the whole, it, here, I, what I think Smart Hulk's biggest problem is, is that in anyone's head, if you were to combine the two characters, it's not what people would picture. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that totally makes sense. I don't know, man. Like I said, I, I don't want to, I feel like we're just shitting on this show. Which sucks because we are separate, but, but, but I think that we all really enjoyed this show. I think that oh, we okay. all have a little slight problem with Professor Holt, you know? Yeah. And, th- and like I said, I think for me, that's why I have an issue with the way it looks, but like with the way I think the actors who played the role did a great job. I think the banter between the two was fantastic. The comedy was on point. Um, the action was great. I mean, minus the, you know, kind of foggy CGI, it was a little weird and wonky in some points, but I get it, man. You've got to do this. And uh, overall, like I said, I really enjoyed what I saw. I don't know. They did a good job setting up. Do you guys think that we're going to see Mark Ruffalo Hulk again until maybe the end of the series? I, I, I think that this was like, here's your guest appearance. Set us up. Now go away till maybe the end or maybe never again. What do you think? I think we see him. I think we see him. 
Okay. I don't know what aspect, but I know that. All right. So that at the end of Shang-Chi, I know that you see him in the sling in one of the mid or post credit scenes. And um, the showrunner came out and said that this takes place very soon after that movie. So we're supposed to have a better understanding of it at the end of next episode. Okay. So I don't know what that means. I didn't go too far in depth because I didn't want to be spoiled on a whole lot. But I was like, that that's enough to be <laughs> like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll see what you're talking about. I'll, I'll look out for it. Yeah. Um, I, I've, what I enjoyed about this show and episode so far is that, um, it's turned a lot of other Marvel TV shows that we've watched kind of on their head. Mm. It definitely took the, I'm here. I'm going to be a Hulk. Here's how I got here. Bam. Episode one, show me some backstory. And I mean, it was, it was enough. It was very know, fast, like, but it was done. Yeah. well. Yeah. So I was fine with it. I liked, I liked, I mean, I'm not going to get into like the, all the little tidbits yet, but, I liked how they just basically ripped the bandaid off and she was like, okay with it. You know I mean? Like she seems like the kind of person that finding out about it was a shock. And like she, you saw this whole episode where she kind of wanted to just get away. But Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, she didn't like freak out to like the, the nth degree. She did a pretty good job of like holding all together and like learning all this crap. Well, the beautiful thing about where Marvel's at right now is you don't have to set up a universe. The universe is established and everybody that's in these shows knows the universe, knows about what's going on, knows everything and everybody. Like you can just introduce a new character, like having somebody come on a sitcom for, you know, it's, it's crazy and it works perfectly because I felt like this story moved really, really fast, but I never felt rushed. I never felt like I was missing out on something because they were going too fast, but it did. It went really fast. It went from having a person at the beginning that doesn't have powers to having the powers to learning about the powers to defeating a villain at the end, like that quickly in, in like in, in Likely. what? 38 minutes. She had the powers at the beginning. Well, okay. Yeah. She's telling yeah. the story. I get it. But and then yeah. like, I mean, I don't know who she, I mean, she didn't, I guess she kind of defeated the bad guy, but I mean, like it was, there was no context to any of that stuff. No. And like the, the the meat and potatoes of this whole entire episode was like the the training montage and like how do you get here and uh, you know basically like also told a lot of like Hulk's like what was going on during the blip you know I mean mm-hmm. it paid off that that not knowing before yeah to some extent so it was interesting because you you know and you, they played the woman card very well you know I thought that they did a fantastic job of her always saying like. You know, all the shit that I got to deal with all the time that you don't have to deal with. I'm like, I mean, I've, I've been in those situations and I've, I've sat at interviews where, you know, like you've had to, you know, be witness to someone's like, you know, extremely misogynistic behavior to like someone else. And you're like, no, I mean, she's right. No, like, that's how this person is. And I mean, like it was Say what you will. I'm just saying it from my point of view. Like I felt like sitting in that situation. I'm like, yeah. I mean, she's not wrong. Like I've I've been there. So I'm not even a woman. I I just have been part of those conversations. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead, tell me, tell me, woman. <laughs> yeah. Tell me. <laughs> uh, 
that was probably one thing that I picked up on too, because it's like the pushing the whole. And I think that's probably why it hit me so hard about why I was saying that Smart Hope was being such an ass. You know, it's just like, well, you're 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 gonna do it. She's like, number one, don't tell me what how it right. is. You don't know. And another thing I picked up on, he's like, well, you're a superhero now. She's like, says who? It's like, okay, I'm a Hulk. That don't mean I'm a superhero. It's just the way he was forcing all this stuff on her. Like, you need to do this. You need. She's like, hold on a second. Um, I've worked hard enough to get where I am right now. And she's like, and I'm not going to give up the life that I have worked hard for to just live in, you know, in the middle of Mexico in a little tiki hut. Mm-hmm. You know, no, that's not about to happen. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of women these days, that's how you feel. I mean, that's just, you know, you feel like you, you're pushed to a certain, you're pushed a certain way or people think you you should be a certain way. And it's like, no, that's not how it's going to work. Right. Just because this is your experience does not mean this is my experience. Well, can I say that going into this show from basically what I've heard and seen online, I've seen a lot of different things uh, about a lot of different views. The show has a lot of different ways they're going. And, you know, I've heard a lot of things about what people say about this show. So going in, I'm wondering how much they're going to, to hit on that because from what I, from what I've been told, that's all this show does this and that. And that's why it's so hard to listen to reviews. I watched it. It's not beat you over your head. It's recognition and 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 good placement of what it is, and then just that's it. There, there's no beating you over the head with any of this kind of stuff. I heard this was a man bashing show. No, nope, didn't feel that at all. I feel like mm-hmm. at points in times where she feels like she should have bashed some men that were should have been bashed. Yeah, it was a man bashing <laughs> show. But for the most part, she yeah, described mansplaining without saying mansplaining. Yeah, so, so, so <laughs> like know? so, it's so funny to listen to these reviews and hear this, you know, and and. And, and it comes back down to not even just listening to reviews, listening to what the people that reviews of the reviews. It's like if somebody gives something a bad review, it doesn't mean that something about this person. Also, if somebody gives something a bad review, so what? Yeah, exactly. If they don't like it, they don't like it. Cool. You can watch it. And if you like it, you like it. And it doesn't matter if this person liked it or not. So I just hate seeing I hate seeing bad reviews on stuff that's not true. And I hate seeing people being bashing reviewers you know like it's like it's just a vicious cycle man but i don't think that i that was one of my fears going into this show but it wasn't prevalent at all like i said this was a fun show this is one of the more fun marvel shows that i've watched that's come out like i'm really excited for next week to see what's going on my wife was watching with me she was like i like the show it's really good i said perfect episode i didn't watch it you yeah, know? that's the thing because it's so. like you know it's like i told you guys when i first heard it i was like oh yeah this is good it's like mm. I don't know. But like I said, I think it's like the CGI. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. cut because she does kind of look, look like a cross between like a Hulk and a Navi because it's almost like when they were doing the training, it almost felt like, you know, you, you know, when the Navi were trying to figure out how to use their bodies, their avatars mm-hmm. and this, that's kind of what it felt like to me. But I'm like, I get it. I get it. But um, I thought that was pretty funny too. It was just like, Oh, you can do this. Oh, I can do that. Oh, and I think that, and I think that's going to be a running thing too, because it's like, it's kind of like with Black Widow, you know, she, she had a different, because she had a different viewpoint of where, because you tried to, even before the Black Widow movie, you know, when you're just you Natasha, know, you know, talking about, you know, what she went through and all this kind of stuff. I think it's cool to have like another 
I guess, female lead to kind of hear a different viewpoint because I think she's just, she was just so cool about, Hey, it happened. Okay. I'm freaked out a little bit, but all right, it is what it is. Let's do this. You know, I'm not going to hide from it. You know, it's just, just like when she, you know, when she hulked out in the courtroom, she's like, took your shoes off. She's like, Oh, but I really like this outfit. Okay. You know, just like, (laughs) I am a fan of, put your shoes back on and get your shit together. She's so much, you look at what we're going to have when we, when you have all of the new women characters that they have brought to us so far, you know, um, Oh my lord! What's her name? This the new Hawkeye, the Haley Steinfeld character. Oh, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop, you know, uh, her back and forth in that show mm-hmm. with Yelena was so good. I mean, just it was such a great little thing, and that's what I. What is so fascinating? Uh, further to your point that you're trying to make earlier, Greg. Everyone's bitching, whining, moaning, complaining, and I'm like, I'm sorry, but what I'm seeing on screen is good. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Screw off with whatever problem that you're having because I'm gonna yeah. say I'm, like I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. And I okay. The gen the, the only thing that was a little abrupt in this whole entire show was like how she got the blood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The car accident, the Sicarian ship. That's why I think also that you know. Uh, Banner's going to be back because why do you have anything Sakarian all of a sudden show up <laughs> and he's been the only one that's there um, that felt weird but Sarah to your point I mean that was very much like the Avatar scene where they're trying to figure out their bodies because I mean she is she's trying to figure mm-hmm. it out all out and it was like what for the third time that she changed she was able to actually you know keep consciousness and like pay attention to what was going on mm-hmm. And then when you actually saw her like change and then go back, and I'm just like, yeah. And he's like, like, I'm doing this. I'm controlling it. It's me. There's only me. That's it. And that's what he was like. He couldn't wrap his head around for as smart. I wouldn't be able to. I would be pissed. Somebody else. Yeah, I would be pissed. (laughs) Yeah. No. I'm like, is is that like a difference between the male and the female psyche? She kept saying, (laughs) "Oh, so I'm better. Oh, because my blood healed your arm, so I'm better. Oh, okay, okay." Well, no, I'm glad you mentioned that part right there because that was a question I had because I seen in the previous him using both arms and I was like, wait a second, how are they going to explain this? Is this going to be another thing? They just say, oh, well, never mind. Because I know they mentioned, I brought a big point up of, no, his arm is is hurt. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for, I think they did a good job explaining it. They fixed it. I can buy that. Cool. She has superior blood. And because of that, you got, you got healed. Well, cool. I'm cool I like with that. to call it evolution. Um, okay. Yeah. I know some people works. don't believe in that, but I like to call it evolution. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, uh, there's so many little tidbits in the show that that's what I was talking about earlier. Like they're just called. I mean, you got an Iron Ninja mask in his house. She rocks a Led Zeppelin shirt right off the bat. I mean, that was a, a massive music for the um, Ragnarok movie. Uh, we got a free comic book yet again through a QR code when she was walking in that bar. She was on her way to the bathroom. There's a little okay. QR on the on the wall right there. So they oh, gave, nice. you know, yet again, another free comic book in these, all of these television shows. Um, oh, there's something else too that I was going to bring up. I can't remember what. Oh, and he pushes her off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Very reminiscent of him hitting Thor. When, mm-hmm. yes. In the Avengers movie. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that actually brings me to a good point right there with, you know, I mentioned this earlier and I said, we bring it back up and we got to this point. Like, does Marvel seem like they're starting to kind of push their standards on what's up a little bit. for kids? <laughs> because I heard some F-bombs dropped and I heard, you know, I saw somebody flip somebody off and I heard them talking about virginity and sex and everything something. else. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I mean, I get it. Look, like my kids are older, so it's not something that I worry about as much now. But I'm but thinking that about one it, I'm right like, there. They saved it for the cutscene, though. True, but kinda... what kid that watches a Marvel movie is not going to watch the cutscene? Especially Dude, now that you fast forward through the through the. Through How the many times have they ended a Marvel thing with "fuck" recently? <laughs> because I mean, I feel like Spider-Man did it I twice. Guess, I guess they did that with mm -hmm. with uh, Samuel Jackson. And they they did yeah. it mother yeah it's you know, true. yep there's actually like that was a movie was, was all i was saying i get it's disney but that was a movie like on big screen like you're you're, you're and he didn't ratings are ratings no 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 right. if you can buy you're a right. ticket that's what makes a difference i i just i just worry about the old saying that every time you compromise your morals you lose some integrity and like is marvel is is disney worried about losing a little bit of say integrity? That. their business is built around kids programming and i get it they're branching out but we like how to. far are we branching out like but how, how I, you know? I just feel like when it comes to marvel you've got some characters you know like you said you've you got captain america you know he's that's like the and tony stark kind of apparently pushed not a virgin what just so you know <laughs> hulk will argue that point yeah. captain america <laughs> but at the end then you got tony stark that was kind of pushing it too but everybody else seems like they were just kind of like you know, they came out of the gate with Tony Stark and oh, yeah. uh, his little one night stands and losing a few hours of sleep. I mean, like they they True. didn't they didn't sugarcoat True. it, but mm -hmm. it wasn't what, Disney what at that point either. It, it it wasn't, but you're also talking about the director's point of view. You know, I know that they are given probably a, a you know pretty stringent guideline. Uh, I don't know what the word is I'm trying to look for, but. I mean, guideline is just the best way to put it, but you know, creative freedom, they can go so far. Yeah. I mean, you have so many close touches with overstepping that boundary, mm -hmm. but they do it more or less as a nod without you're right. Like sacrificing morals. Well, and I took it a little far with that morals and integrity comment. Like, you know, I'm, I just, I'm, be, I'm being facetious. Like, like I have older kids, so for me, it's not really a big that big of a deal because you know I see the stuff they listen to and I hear them play games and stuff like that. Like I, I get it, you know. I was a kid once. Um, it it just and it's not even that bad. I don't think the stuff they did is bad. Like it's not like okay, it's terrible, but it just seems a little edgy for Disney. Is all I mean. <laughs> like it's it's not not bad. I, like I feel like I've progressed to the point where I'm like, well, okay, that that's TV now. Like. My kids have access to Netflix and Hulu well, and, and Amazon Prime. Like all this stuff that's on there, they they you know, like I mean, they're teenagers. They they can watch all this stuff. So realistically, and even if I didn't give them the opportunity to watch this, I was a kid. They're gonna watch it if they want to. If it's the popular thing going on and people want to watch it, they're gonna find a way to watch it. You know, so Disney isn't all Mickey Mouse anymore, man. I, I mean, that's like, what I'm saying I think they're changing. Here's in in the rest of the world. Disney stuff that pushes the envelope is on Hulu. And it like a lot of the Marvel movies are on Hulu in other countries. I mean, I, that's just how the way that things are because other countries have different, you know, guidelines to like how they, they rate things and so on and so forth. And so 
you get a large part of that push onto another platform. This, you, you also get the reciprocal. You also get a lot more things that probably shouldn't be on Disney Plus on Disney Plus in other countries. Because once again, it's all about their rating system. What's well, acceptable true. wherever you're at. But it makes Here, you question what what when they tell you this is what we're about. It makes you question that. It's like, are you really about that, or are you about the money? Because well, they are clearly it, about it seems, the money. And seems that's like the, it, you'll, you'll you'll sacrifice what you're saying you're about to make more money. The yeah. problem comes back to they're about the money, so they keep buying more stuff. And when you keep buying more stuff, if you make every if if you Disney gentrify everything, that's then <laughs> you know what are you gonna do? Like you can't. We, we would live in Roger Rabbit. Yeah, Roger Rabbit's Roger Rabbit's a little risque too now. That's true. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's in the simplest way of putting it. Um, they're going to have to change and they're going to have to evolve also. And so yeah. you're just going to see different things. I mean, it's not the first time that we've seen this and it's more fun that they're doing it. Yeah. But, you know, this whole show is supposed to be, I think this show is doing a lot of lifting for um, like, maybe making Deadpool a little bit more acceptable, you know, maybe. and it, it, the fourth wall, the, the uh-huh. things that they're saying and doing and the, the character is very much on her toes with her mouth, you know, like she's very quick to, to bring a quip. So they have a great chemistry her, yeah. her and, uh, and um, Mark Ruffalo Bruce. in, in yeah. this, in this uh, episode had a great chemistry back and forth. It felt like they were family or old friends. They know each other for a long time. <laughs> we're getting and I will butt say, up time. <laughs> I'm your cousin. <laughs> I will say that uh, she seemed like a really fun drunk too. Like, <laughs> seemed like a really that fun damn Jeep though. Good Lord of mercy. It was the Hulk Jeep, right? It had to I be know, big. She was like, <laughs> Sarah was like, she little... yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Though. I drive that. Um, <laughs> All right. Anything else about She-Hulk y'all want to say? Points you want to bring up? Any scenes in particular you want to talk about? Mm. They've covered quite a bit of it. Yeah, I don't think I can talk about everything. I'm like, it's a whole lot happened, and like the whole. I I think I watched it twice. I, okay. I may not finish it the second time. I think I skipped forward to like the Captain America fucks part because I'm like, <laughs> like that because it, it, it was full circle. They were talking about when the car crashed. And they bring it back at the very end, there and I'm go. like. There you go. Like it's just hilarious to me. Well, so much. We're only through episode one, which is awesome. I'm looking forward to the rest of this series. Uh, every Thursday, right? Which is uh-huh. different for I Disney. Guess. They usually drop it on Wednesdays, right? But every Thursday, yep. new episode comes out. So there's going to be overlap a little bit, but I think that's also why they pushed Andor back a little bit. Okay. Um, maybe so that there won't be overlap. But, but Thursdays turn into a weird day, man. Like we're supposed to get the first two episodes, I think, of um, Rings of Power, the Lord of the Rings show, mm. to come out on Amazon Prime, who also hosts Thursday Night Football. I, I don't understand why you're going to compete with yourself. That is um, weird. Yeah, and then it, it's like you said, that's that's the Disney problem right there. I have money. I'm just buying stuff. And I'm not going to lie, if you have the opportunity to buy the rights to the NFL, it is the longest running, most popular, most money making television show in the world. Like, <laughs> hands down. Like, it's surpassed baseball. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, insane how much money is spent on football. But I can't watch baseball. Dude. I can watch playoffs. I can keep up with it. Watch I try. Playoffs. 
But hockey, I'd be better like when I'm sitting. I'd be better watching it live than I do watching it on TV. There you go. I can go oh. watch a game. I can go to yeah. a game, no problem. But I'll yeah. watch it in the beer garden all nine innings. <laughs> Thursdays, man. Dash games. Yep. Telling you, good stuff. Uh, no, I'm. A, I'm. I don't know. I'm a hockey, football, basketball guy. I can watch that. And it sucks because with all those sports, there's like a four month period or three month period where none of those are going on. It's so terrible. It's so, and I'm in that right now, but it's about to end. So tell me, man. F1's on their on their mid season break, on their mid their summer break. And I'm like, it's been almost like a month without a race. I'm like, I'm a humongous F one fan. Bring it back. Come on. Like I need it. Where do you watch F one at? Like how, how do you is is it is it on like do you have to pay for a package for that? Or do you is there somewhere you have to go like no, I'll tell you about it afterwards. Okay. Because I wouldn't mind watching some racing. Look, I love competition. I love any kind of sports, any kind of competition. I get it. I love racquetball. Come on now, it's on ESPN. It. If you have anything that can get ESPN, it's on there, and you okay. can watch it on demand. So I still pay for cable and have every streaming service, so I should be able to find it somewhere and a Fire Stick. So I log into ESPN, nothing ESPN.com, and then get it there. But there, there's alternatives. All right. Uh, All right. Well, anything else about She-Hulk? I'm looking forward to episode two. I'm looking forward to episode two as well. I had fun with this show. My wife likes it, which is awesome. Something we can watch together that I can put on, and she's not like, "There's just a little, there's just a little part of me at some point is going to go off the rails." I just, I just have this feeling it's just gonna, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna go out there and then rein itself back in. I got you. I don't know what it is, but it's just, I just have this feeling. I don't know if it's just because. Maybe maybe it's the fourth wall. I don't know. It's just I get like Deadpool vibes. I don't. It's it's just kind of weird. You okay. know, you just feel like it's it's gonna go. Something's gonna get wild, and then they'll it'll come back in. But I kind of hope so. I mean, let it let it get crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Richard May. <laughs> Work Calgary Flames for life. Mm, nah, can't do it, man. Canes all the way. <laughs> yeah, Canes. Yeah. The only uh, time to root for her game. Well, hockey games are so fun to go to. That's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we get them in North Carolina every year. Regardless. That's why I'm glad I'm not that close. I'm not that far. I'm not that close to the coast anymore. So, shoot. By the time we get anything, it's like just a little windstorm. That ain't yeah. funny. That ain't funny. Yeah. Been there, buddy. I've been. I've been there. Been there. Well, all right. Well, uh, let's move on. Then we got one more thing to talk about tonight. And let, y'all have anything else about uh, uh, she Hulk? No, no, close it down. All right, let's do it. Let's go to the Sandman. Y'all talked me into it. Y'all yes. talked me into it. Yes. You didn't want to watch it. You thought it was horror. You're like me. Well, you I had like, like kind of read like like a little, saw like a little synopsis, but mm-hmm. I guess from from what I understand, it gets a little crazy towards like the the end. The middle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. Here's the thing. I wouldn't classify this as horror. The way I explain it to people at work, because they ask me about it too, is I would say it's like Chronicles of Narnia meets Constantine, the movie. Yeah. It's kind of a mixture between those two. The horror level is about Constantine level horror. I don't wouldn't consider it horror, it like more but it's a little yeah like psychological stuff. You're like, that's no, my thing. That's I, I have gonna... a hard time watching somebody <laughs> mutilate themselves or watching somebody call intentionally cause physical harm to themselves. I just it's hard for me to watch. That for me is like horror. Like so, it there is some of that in this series. Uh, but it's not like insanely bad. I was able to get through it. I'm just fine. I, I slept last night. No nightmares. I'm good. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but 
the main thing is th- th- this the Sandman audio drama that came out on Audible had to have been two and a half, three years ago. I'm that was my fir- yeah. That was my first audiobook ever. Uh, Chris Balga and Nathan uh, recommended it to me, and I was like, "All right, I'll check it out." It honestly is probably one of the favorite books that I've ever like listened to or read. Like it was fantastic, and this series, I think, runs right along with it. There are certain things in my mind that when I was listening to the book, that I would imagine and I see on screen and it's nothing like I imagine at all. There's a lot of things that I see and it's exactly what I pictured it as. Like the main character, the guy who plays dream exactly what I imagine him to be like, look sound, everything exactly. Of course, I think James McAvoy plays dream or Morpheus in the audiobook Cause it's an audio drama. Hmm. Um, but, but for me, that was perfect. That was right on point. I loved it. And I was like, okay, I can get into this. Um, I don't remember as much of the book as I would like to, because once again, it was like two or three years ago and I don't have the best memory, but I do remember, you know, some things from it. I don't know how well this follows the book exactly, but I know that it's got a lot of key points. Like there's a lot of stories in this that I remember specifically from the book. Now I think that the Sandman series ran for like almost 10 years and had like 75 different books. So there's a lot of different stories they could pull from, which is cool because they could, they could, you know, do more than just what at least I heard in the audio drama, which I'm interested to hear from. Um, but for the most part, from what I see, this has follows along the lines of what the audio drama is. It's just slightly different orders. Um, I think through the first five, five episodes, it sets up the universe, sets up who everybody is, gives you an idea, and then you go into stories with the Sandman. And I think through the book, the first five episodes are told sporadically throughout the book. Like you're learning that as you go, there's different time jumps and there's these stories that are in the actual um, on-screen version that are sparse in there in between the main story that is the first five episodes. So, and that's what I take from it. But once again, I haven't read it in a long time, um, but I'm really enjoying the series. Like I really can't wait to finish it. So sorry, I talked forever there. I went on about it. <laughs> I mainly went on about that because the the one time I did a Sandman review with Chris Balga, um, I forgot to hit record until about 45 minutes in. Yeah. (laughs) And it was bad, man. It was bad. I felt so bad. Uh, And it never, never made the air, never got out. So I think I have like the last 20 minutes of it when I finally hit record. Hmm. But other than that, it's, it's never going to see the light of day. But anyway, I talk a lot. What do y'all think? Sandman, Sarah, you're Ross. You watched the whole thing, right? Yes. Okay. So are you through two episodes? Yeah, the first two. Okay. Um, I, I, I like the building of the story. Like I said, I know nothing about Sandman. I know nothing. I'm just walking in 100% blind. And I mean, it's... I like the, the fantasy aspect of it. Um, like I said, I was watching it because I actually watched both of them, um, both episodes last night. So I was like laying in bed watching it and, and I'm just like... This is crazy. It's a crazy world. It's just a crazy world. I mean, it's just, you know, the way they set it up to where I guess the one fella thought he was, he wanted to, to trap death and then he ended up with dream instead, which I thought that was kind of crazy because like with the way you see him, he just comes out and he's like, just got all this shit going on, you know, just like what is going on. And um, so it's, it was, it was a, a, a positive positive 
like first impression. Let's put it that way. Because I'm like, as long as it's building on the story, because I like how it built where, you know, it did. If you kind of like, what is this? And it kind of did answer your question. At least I felt like it did. Hmm. Now, you know, you're going into where I did watch half of the, I think I watched about half of the third episode where, you know, he's actually looking for his, um, you know, he's starting to look for his items and that kind of thing. So, but it's just like the people and it's just, some of them were just so bizarre. I mean, it's like even the, oh God, what was her name? The, the girl that basically she took everything. God, what was her name? Uh, oh, the, the, the one the that mom. slept with. Yeah, or, uh, the one that she's, had a, she's an interesting character. She's I'm curious to see how I mean, even though when you, the, you know, when you see her again, she, you know, she's older. But yet you're like, OK, how old are you? <laughs> but um, I, I think she's going to be, you know, pretty stout. But you're asking the right questions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're asking the right questions. So. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's 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 got my attention. It's not where it's, you know, and then, you know, bringing in the constant what's she called Constantine? Mm -hmm. how was her name pronounced is that it's, how it it's, it's Constantine. uh it is Constantine, but they pronounce yeah. a little bit different so i'm just like oh because that's what Joanna, you guys told me like what, what, got the Constantine vibes i'm like oh interesting well, that this name's in it <laughs> fun fact in the book it's actually john constantine they changed it for the for the live action to joanna constantine yep they weren't so. privileged to use the rights so they had to change it well she's pretty much um you know She's she's got the John Constantine vibes. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, definitely. Which is so funny that you can take the last name and basically the character because she did a great job in the role. Like basically the character, and it, well, this is not the same. But this but still it's like, okay. All, all we did was Joanna and make it a female, but it's it's, it's the same. Like like I don't understand. She's a mix between John Constantine and the John Constantine wannabe that's in uh, uh, Doom Patrol. What's the guy's name that, that yeah, sees the horse head? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, those two, like, uh, I was getting the vibe on that one. I'm like, you know, next thing I'm going to see is a damn horse head and shit's going to get real weird. Uh, go, uh, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, so, sir, you, the, the first episode, if I'm trying to remember, like, he is entrapped. Yes. Does he get out in the first episode? No. At the very end? It's the second episode? Okay. So... If that's the case, then like the first episode and the second episode, and then like him retrieving his tools, like I said, those stories are like in the background of every story like that that you hear in the audio drama. It's like you'll hear a story about like you see an episode here, and then you'll hear a story about the next next part of him getting his tools or him escaping, mm -hmm. you know, being captured. It's it's really really well done. Um, what y'all think of? Um, seeing Ares. Actually, have you seen Ares yet? You haven't met Ares yet. The the, the character who played Ares and in, in, uh and in Wonder Woman. He he's one of the characters in this. Oh I yeah, that's, um, that's, that's the son. Yes, yeah. John. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, I saw I think that was in the third episode because that's when she walked in because who's the other guy, the one with the with the, the no eyes? The Corinthian. Yes, mm. because that's when he found her because that's when Dream started looking for Morphe. Morbius, Morpheus, Morbius, Morpheus, and that was name Morpheus. Mm -hmm. Shit, I can't. Strange name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's when he finally started because he went. He saw the fates, and then they told him. You know, he asked his questions, but I thought it was funny because it's like you ask your questions, and you're like, "Where's this?" And they say, "Well, who has it? 
you asked your one question. You asked your one answer. I was like, damn it. He did it three times. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, All three times he did it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I think that was about the time when um, I think I kind of fell off. It's like when, you know, there were Corinthian was talking to her about the son. And then that's when she went to see him. So that was like your first introduction for him. And to see his age versus hers, you're like, yeah, there's something shady going on. This chick, there's oh, yeah. something shady going on with her. Oh, yeah. So uh, Rick says it sucks. DC wouldn't let them use Constantine's name. You'd think with that, they'd uh, DC would learn from Disney Netflix <laughs> issues over Marvel material and loosen up a little. Look, I think DC <laughs> is learning, admitting right now they're learning from Marvel. Completely I don't think their... DC has learned a damn thing. <laughs> well, with their new, with their what fourth or fifth ten year plan in the last few years. But no, I agree the, with you. Rick, the, the picture you sent in the group chat was perfect. Yeah, of, it was like of, ten uh, years ago, uh, and then ten years ago, and then ten years ago. They keep saying the same thing, but they keep not doing any of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But no, I agree with you 100%, Rick. Like, um, and in fact, me and Ross were talking about this before we even went live. Like, I think it's so stupid how even whenever you have a company like Fox who has the rights to this and Marvel, who is so successful and makes so much money and does such a great job of what they're doing, wants to use this, why would you not be like, okay, use this character and give me some money? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you not do that? It doesn't make any sense to me at all why you would not do that. So I 100% agree. Loosen up a little. Let's see. Everybody can make money. Everybody can make money this way. It's so crazy how they do that. But I find it more crazy that all you had to do was change it to a female and say Joanna, and you can still use Constantine. I would think that Constantine. But you don't would be say the name like I said. You pronounce it differently though. But you pronounce mm-hmm. it differently. Yeah. <laughs> Constantine depends on where you're at. You know, it's, it's all about That's the accent. True. That's true. <laughs> I have no, I have no knowledge of any of this. Okay. I walked into the Sandman completely blind. Um, I'm going to tell you right here, right now. I watched the first episode. The second one started on its own. And I gave it like a couple days because I didn't really care to keep going. I was lost. I'm going to tell you my biggest problem with it. Okay. I don't like the main character. Really? I don't okay. like the actor. I don't like the fake tears that are in his eyes. I don't like. I don't like how he comes across, and that is clearly all based on me. I mean, Greg just said how much that he actually liked the the character, how much it came across in the books as the same type of individual. But I'm not buying it. Like I, I, I watched the. I stopped watching after the second episode because of him and i didn't understand like what was going on i was kind of i was kind of really confused on why they would make it so easy to start off with like why do you start why do you jump right into him getting caught why do you like where does it begin there And i'm like well this all must be based on the story so it was fine with that but i just didn't give a shit because he's all he's in his head and he's not doing anything he wasn't he wasn't making any sort of like a positive move forward. He was stuck in a bubble of glass and I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, well it's like tapping on like the, like the fish aquarium. Like, well, when does it do something? Like, when does it move? Like, is it hungry? Does it need food? I don't understand. Like what's going on. I sat there waiting for it. And I, then I turned it off and it come back to it for like a good couple of days. Hmm. <laughs> the third episode, I started to get a little bit more involved because I like the Joanna. I, I, I like the twist on it. She was interesting. 
it brought me back into it. But I didn't feel like any of the characters in the first two episodes did anything for me. I, I don't know. I felt like the Morpheus, I felt like with him sitting in it, to me, that was more sinister. I don't know. I think I, I think I bought that more so because of I just I couldn't see as any as any other way because I could just see like the reserve list. It's like this. It's not like it's like a real person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, and I think that's the thing about it. you can't think of him as like a person. Because in, yeah, but when like he when he came out and you know went on his little treasure hunt of you know his items three it it was it was still i'm still sitting there i'm like i need something like i like uh, every time we cut back to him i'm i don't want it anymore like i'm good with all the other stories and so when i actually reached that point of the psychological episode you know where they it only gets gory at the very end so i mean like if you know it's coming you can just not watch it you can just you know mute that sucker and, and or you can you know turn your head and still listen to it, but it's extremely psychological. And I really enjoyed from that point forward, because what I'm going to tell you without spoiling it is that as much as you already said it, this tells many different stories. And I don't feel like we got to the good story until we reached that episode. Not even until after that episode, I think it took a minute for them to really get their traction for me. Mm -hmm. And once he stopped complaining about like all of his stuff that he lost that got taken away from him. And there was a threat like, like what felt like a, like a, like a, a good threat. The mm-hmm. second half of the season actually told a story in my eyes. And so yeah, like, I'm really interested to see what you guys, once you guys get there, like what you really think about it. Well, I mean, like I said, I, I know I had to step away for a second, but when you started there, you were talking about you didn't like the character, or the actor, or at least his portrayal of the character first. I, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe it's just because I, I think honestly, it's his voice when I because it sounds just like the voice in the book and the audio drama I listen to, and so for me, that's what sticks in. It's what Dream's voice sounds like. He sounds very, very similar to James McAvoy in that book, and when I hear a voice, that face and that those mannerisms match for me. Mm-hmm. So, but I get it. Um, you're right. There, there are some things about it. Because my wife even thought the little bit she was watching it, but she was like, it's kind of a weird guy. And I was like, yeah, but I think he's supposed to be a weird guy. Now, the first five episodes set up the universe, especially the first two. Like the, the first two are like, the first two are what makes his entire run be able to have stories because it makes a problem that could be infinite problems. And it could be, an endless number of problems he has to fix based on what's happened to him in the beginning. So it's what you have to have in there. For, but I get it. What you're saying, it is weird to see him not communicate at all uh, while he's in that glass little tube. Because I feel like being in there for that long, I would. But mm-hmm. I think this guy's a little smarter than me, or got a little more. Uh, I don't know. Well, he's, he's just that he's monotone and he's silent, and you know he he doesn't exactly you know move with the speed of the wind and so the whole time i'm just i'm very i'm waiting for something and i'm not getting it and you know i I don't really feel like throughout this whole entire season like i got what i would expect from the sandman um and maybe like i said maybe i'm just not a fan of the actual sandman character i liked it could be yeah i i mean i'm not gonna spoil anything but i liked a lot of the other characters that they brought into the show. Okay. I liked 
stories that they told with those characters. The Corinthian was, I mean, it's just a fun time. It's kind of a and Mr. Anderson over type. the top. Yeah. yeah. And so it's very interesting to see the direction that they went, but where they started and where they ended this season felt completely disconnected to me and not in a like okay. horrible way, but like I was much happier at the end of the season. Okay. Well, the, the whole series ran from 89 to 96 to 75 issues. Um, so there's a lot of story to tell. So I'm wondering if they're going to have a second season with it. Um, it was actually the first comic to ever be featured on New York Times bestseller list. So it's 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 a classic, I guess you could say, um, even though I didn't discover it until a couple of years ago. But I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's one of those things that if you're passionate about it, something you, you really enjoy, like you're, you're going to I feel like maybe I have rose colored lenses on when I watch this. Like, I already know I like the story. So it's going to take a lot for me not to like the live action. You know, I'm not saying you don't like it. Um, but I, I, I totally get what you mean. Like the second half I'm into episode, I'm about to start episode nine. I think I'm on eight about to start nine. Uh, it's, it's a different story. Like you have these characters, you have them established, you know, the power sets, you know, most of the rules of what's going on. So now it's just meeting new characters and, and going on new adventures, you know? Uh oh, we lost Ross. I don't know what happened. I wasn't paying attention to the screen. <laughs> well, we lost I, Ross. All I have to say, if they take out another girl, girl, that's going to be it for me. That's that 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 tore my nerves up. That that guy. Uh, yeah, the loss of Gregory. I can safely say that I don't think, at least to the point I've seen, they haven't taken out another gargoyle yet. So, Dude, that was rough. That, that was rough. Oh my god. I, I would have a gargoyle. Yeah. That was rough. And then to take out his bird, I was like, son of a bitch. Oh my God. This is a pissed Ross off. He left. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know he was there. I wasn't What's even that? looking at this screen. I was I was reading off an IMDB screen and I came back and Ross was like, wait a second. <laughs> um, but so Sarah, you're, you're through two episodes. Like you knew nothing going into this. Like, do you want to finish this? Like it, you said it's caught your attention. Like yeah, enough to it's, be got able, like that, to, it's got like that fantasy sci-fi vibe to it. That that's the kind of stuff that you know. It's like I said, it's got it, and even if Ross doesn't like the main guy, I mean, he's he's still got he's got enough of that mystery of like I'm like, what is this dude all about? I mean, what is what's going on here? Because I mean, especially because I'm to the point now where you know he's he's looking for the first item or his first tool. And I was just, I'm like, I want to see how these tools actually work. Because you, when you see it in the first episode, he's got, what does he call the mask? The helm. The helm. Mm -hmm. And then you got the ruby. And then you got the, the sand. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious. I'm like, okay, what exactly does all this do? So it's 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 just my curiosity. <laughs> like, what's that supposed to do? What, why do you need that? You know, what what is? If you're supposed to be some kind of, I don't know what even kind of damn being he is. I mean, it's just crazy. So Nathan's in the chat and he says he loved the first arc of Sandman comic in the first two seasons of the audio drama. I actually haven't listened to the second season of the audio drama yet, but Nathan, you might know how closely related to the first audio drama is this series. If you've even watched it. Everything that I've heard, I mean, Gaiman has basically said that he's been proud of what they brought to the screen okay. based off of the stuff that he's actually written. Okay. And so 
I don't, like I said, I know nothing about it because I have no background in any of the Sandman lore. I just know that I've also heard other people say that before about TV shows. So, and I didn't really feel like it was very well connected. Mm -hmm. But at least Gaiman actually came out and said it like himself. Someone else didn't say it. Right. Well, I mean, for me, like I said, I, I listened to the first season of the audio drama and I remember a lot of the stuff that's in there, but there's some things that I'm looking at and I'm like, I don't remember this at all. And it may be just me not remembering it, or it may be a slight adaptation to be on screen, you know, or more story that I haven't read. Could be something not included in the first audio drama. It's all I've read or, or you know, I've seen of it that, uh, you know, they're putting in the show. So, and who knows? Um, Dude, I read, I read books all the time. Like, I like to read uh you know stuff every once in a while but at the big at, at the end of the day like watching movies and television shows really is the the quick way of getting that right and especially when i watch something that i really enjoy and that it does have like a book or something like that one out of maybe five ten good things that are like that for me i'll go back and read but uh, it, like I'll take it back to Star Wars again. Star Wars has always been the thing that after Star Wars, we had nothing. And then the books were the only thing that filled in that void. Right. And before the prequels, and then after the prequels came out, and then you know after everything else, they're big on their books. I just never sat down to actually read any of the Sandman comics or ever get, ever get into the actual audiobook. Because I know that when the audiobook dropped, and I know that when they were promoting the live crap out of it. I was already like, you know, deep in like six other things mm-hmm. and I couldn't get any one of those finished. And so jumping onto the Sandman was not something that was high on my list because, right. you know, I was already way back behind with the backlog. So oh, yeah. I just oh. know that watching the show, I liked it coming to the end. I really mm-hmm. did. Uh, I thought that they were, is very transformative in my opinion from the beginning to the end of the season. So, okay. Well, another cool thing that of course, anything that if I want to know more about it, IMDb is like my BFF. Always. So <laughs> it says every episode is named after an issue from the comic series with mm-hmm. a slight exception of 24 seven, of which the original comic title was 24 hours. Okay. I was, and I'm not going to show that's episode five. I think Sarah, when you fin- get to that point, let me know what you think after that episode, because I think Ross, you said that was the episode where things started to it started to catch your attention. For me, it was the episode where I was like, "Wow, um, it's it's a crazy episode." Because it really it, is. what it did for me was number one, it was it was it seemed it, real, but it was extremely dramatized, dramatized. Like I get that, but it seemed it seemed real, like real life. Like, you know, like they were bringing like something else into it. But to Sarah's point of her wanting to know what all of the, you know, the, the magical tools three do, it helps with that. Yeah. And it really started at the end of the episode before that, I guess, episode four, mm-hmm. um, you started to see it. So I've thought that that episode did a lot of little things. And as much as it was getting into people's heads quite a bit and it got gory at the end, it did quite a bit as an episode. Oh, I'm sure I'm going to make a lot of headway this weekend. So, <laughs> <laughs> there you well, I know I've got two episodes left in the animated episode. It's funny. They've been trying to put this on screen since like 1991 and never been able to do it. 
the original series was supposed to be 11 episodes. They cut it down to 10. And then, what was it, yesterday or today? They came out with an 11th. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, an 11th, and it's animated. So it's like a two-part how... animated, one hour long. Okay. I don't know how much that has to do with what's going on, but when I get through episode 10, I'll just roll right into that because the algorithm will tell me to do it, and <laughs> I probably won't hit stop on my... <laughs> on my remote it'll just keep playing it so i think it has the voice actors from the audio drama oh cool that's awesome who do the voices for the animated characters okay cool well, i like that all right well uh that's all i got uh i mean i don't want to go too spoilers in the sandman i think uh we'll have it all completed by next week we can talk about it uh, we've got uh she hulk episode two next week yes what else is coming down the shoot i know house of dragons House of Dragons, yes. I've had a lot of people ask me for covering that. Yes, we will. I did not watch um, Game of Thrones, but... Which is great, because I just want to know what you think about it. I just want to figure out, like, what we're all thinking. Yeah. Well, from what I've from what I've heard, you don't have to watch it to, un- to watch this and understand it. Now, I've heard that if you watch this and you've watched Game of Thrones, it will give you a lot of knowledge about houses and stuff you didn't know beforehand, but you can go into this blindly and still like it. So I'm going to give it a shot. And then afterwards, I'm sure it'll probably spark me to watch Game of Thrones. I know that if I get my wife into it, I'll end up watching Game of Thrones and this entire series probably by next, the end of next month. So. Get, get you one of those cork boards and a bunch of pictures and some red string because you're going to have to connect some dots to her how these, how these things yeah. definitely come together. Yeah. Um, okay. Other than that, you get, oh, well, like I said, Lower Decks comes out. Lower Decks. Uh, and or something Andor is back in 21st of September. Okay, not too They far bumped it away. back. So I've got about a month. Not too bad. Yeah, that's what was pissing people off when they came out with that trailer and they bumped it back. Damn, damn. But you know <laughs> what's funny? I mean, well, I, I'm i not sure if they changed Bad Batch or not. I mean, Bad Batch just come out like right after that. It's probably going to get pushed too. Bad Batch, it's funny because, like, it's one of those things that I forgot about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like uh, what Umbrella Academy does to me every year. Or the boys. Look, I forget about it until n- they start giving some advertisement. And then it's-, it's not a show that I need, but I'm going to watch it as a Star Wars fan. All that I'm trying to say is that it's weird that we're going to have two Star Wars properties if, if it's still going to keep coming. I'm not sure if it is. Yeah. I got to read up on seeing if they even change that date. And then, yeah, Black Adams in October. Wakanda and or Wakanda and Willow for November. November. Willow, man! Oh my goodness! Oh, <laughs> let's do a Willow review of the original of the old movie before that happens. I would love to do that because I haven't watched that movie in probably thirty. Gaia. I don't know. Let's definitely do a review of that movie, and I'm excited for Willow coming out. Um, but yeah, we got a whole lot of stuff coming down the shoot. That on top of football season. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Even the Panthers got smashed, but it's okay. Um, it's only preseason, dude. It's only preseason. It's only preseason. Yeah. All they're doing Should is trying to like fill out the rest of the roster. That's all they're trying to do. <laughs> White Chocolate Espresso, you say you've actually never seen it. Or do you mean Willow? Game of Thrones, I guess. Or Game uh, of Thrones? Because if you've never seen Willow, okay, Game of Thrones, I can't get mad at you about because I haven't seen it. But if you've never seen Willow, <laughs> check it out. I'm like, yeah. I think that maybe what he's talking about. Nathan's talking about was the shit. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Will in twenty years. I'm right there with you. I'm I'm about the same. So it's it's a. Uh, I watched classic. it like 
three or four years ago. Really? I, I think we, I think when it when Disney Plus dropped, I think it was on there, and I was like, you know what? I've watched everything else on here. I'm gonna watch Willow. <laughs> Why not? Game on. Well, it's kind of like whenever um, God, what was the new Black Crystal series came out? Dark Crystal or Dark Crystal? Black Crystal. Dark Crystal series came out. Uh, my daughters loved the new series, and I was like, well, y'all should go back and watch the movie. So we ended up going back and watching the movie. Um, and it's <laughs> you don't want to show them the show first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just you know, you don't want to show on the show first. I mean, I, I get it. The show is a prequel to the movie, but it, just the fact of how much better it looks in the show than it does in the movie. Well, it's a uh, different time, you know. Things it's, it's, exactly. it's gotten a little bit better over the years. I mean, it's like I said, I was watching Knight Rider the other night, the first episode, and I was like, "Holy shit!" It's still cool as hell, but I'm like, "Whoa, we come a long ways." <laughs> we have yep. come a long way, yes. Mike says he watched uh, Val Kilmer as a personal hero of his from the 80s. Hmm. So I want to know what you feel about Ghost in the Darkness, a l- great movie of Val Kilmer that's never talked about. Nobody ever mentions that when they talk about Val Kilmer. Great movie. No, that's not true. I hear it mentioned. I never hear it mentioned. But, I don't know. <laughs> I, actually, I couldn't tell you the last time I heard somebody say that movie. Goodness gracious. We well, should do that movie. We I do watch that movie because you mentioned it recently, but I also heard it like a couple months back. Someone was okay. talking about it. Need to get with Katie, do a uh, slice of film. Sounds like a plan. But this is so crazy because we've been talking for almost two hours now. We've gone through all our topics, but now we have like six or seven people in the chat room, which <laughs> which we didn't have before when we started the show. So it's like, well, I don't want to leave with this many people in the chat room, but at the same time. They wanted to skip the She-Hulk talk. Yeah, it's exactly, fine. Exactly. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I got nothing else to talk about. Like, uh, we went through everything. Sandman, She-Hulk, Prey. Uh, we talked about what we're watching. We talked about uh, news, some new trailers. Is there anything else y'all want to cover? I, if you're not watching Harley Quinn, you got to watch Harley Quinn. I'm not I'm watching Harley you. Quinn. I watched the first episode of Harley Quinn, and then I just never came back to it. It's stupid humor. It's fantastic. And whenever <laughs> you get the chance, if you look, I know that we've watched stuff because we're going to sit around and talk about stuff. But I'm telling you, it's it's a great show. Sorry, Richard. I got I got to mention this. So yes, Airwolf and A Team. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You are talk, speaking my language now, buddy. <laughs> like Mike says Panthers game got over in the chat blew up. I imagine so because I had the Panthers game on this screen over here beside me and I saw how it ended and I was like, oh gosh, I'm glad I'm not in the chat room right now. Don't want to be on that panel at the moment. And White Chocolate Espresso says he hates Smart Hulk. We agree. I think that all three of us conferred that Smart Hulk is probably the issue we have with Hulks going on right now. Yeah. yeah. Give me Brute Hulk again. Yeah. I think yeah, I need look. Bruce and Hulk. I, I got one very together. Yes, and what I think that they can only do to redeem themselves is just as dramatically as they did that is that they find a way to rip them apart, away. and it yeah. turns into literally like Road War Hulk, or <laughs> you know, I, like taking it to the extreme. Well, I'm serious. You could do it. It could happen. I was going to say, do they ever want to get into any kind of Planet Hulk stuff or Red Hulk stuff? Like, oh there's God. so many stories I could tell. Uh, did you just got to get away from this Professor Hulk persona? You know? I, th- I think it's like a holdover. I, like, I think, I mean, honestly, I also feel like maybe it's a way for them to tiptoe around the whole Universal thing. I don't know. 
Well, well either I mean, way, like I said, for She-Hulk, like I said, I, I can kind of understand the smart hole. I can understand the, the fusion of the two. But now, okay, I'm past that. Now y'all can break yeah. it back up. Right. Give me Hulk back. <clears throat> yeah. And, which it seems like, you know, they're, they, they were trying to do. Uh, for anyone who hasn't watched it, I mean, it, it progresses a little bit different in the first episode of She-Hulk. But at the same time, I feel like they're going to do more with it during the season. When you asked and you said that you didn't think that Banner was going to be back in this this whole entire season, I feel like that they are going to show bits and pieces of him. And like I said, why earlier that he does come back? I just want to see the. I want to see a division. I want to see something go really wrong. Like Smart Hulk was a bad idea. You know, should never have done it. Well, and do you think that maybe that with uh, and here we are talking about Shield again? Do you think that maybe with uh, with uh, Jennifer Lawrence or Jennifer Lawrence? God, what am I talking about? Walters being the way she is, that maybe that kind of sparks that whole well, "Why the hell am I like this? Why the hell do I have two personalities?" And maybe that sparks the uh, urge to get rid of or separate oh, the yeah. two. No, simply because of the fact that he can't be one or the other, he mm, chose to be can. both. Yeah, he has to figure out how he can be one and the other without it like literally destroying, like ripping his head apart, being two different people or however many different people he is. Like I said, it seems like he has some serious identity issues. So, well, I'm not familiar enough with Hulk comics. Is that ever a thing in Hulk comics where he can Mm -hmm. be just at will, just change to Hulk and change back to Hulk and and, then have the two personalities like, okay, I'm gonna change Hulk. You take over. And then whenever I want you to, I'm going to be Banner again. I I, I don't know if that's ever ever happened. I don't know about change back. I mean, clearly changing two, it seems like he had, doesn't have much of a problem with that. Right. You know, that'd be Ragnarok prime example. He throws himself from a spaceship and lands on, you know, kills himself eventually. He knows his triggers. Yeah. But he doesn't know how to get back yet. Um, What the comic books did teach us is that like in one one of the comic books, he kills his dad. Hmm. Like his dad killed his mom. His dad went to jail. He went to go live with his family, which is why he was more more family oriented. And then when his dad got out of jail, like he, you know, started screwing with him again. And then Bruce ended up killing him. Wow! And actually, it got to a point to where he was like the cops convinced everyone, like you know, well, his dad did something that he wasn't supposed to, and like ended up getting himself killed. And then. Bruce just kept on buying that story. So he was, he, that's why I say like, he was very, very, um, moon Knight-ish. can't remember the dude's name, but he was very, very like out of touch with who he was. Really? Do you know, do you know how old that comic is that you're referring to or that story is? Cause I don't, not, but, but not very old, not very old. Okay. Cause I was going to say, it doesn't seem like something that's like eighties, nineties, two thousands Marvel, no, no, but no, no, no. maybe early Marvel, like golden age Marvel or like, new age marvel like it doesn't sound like something that would be but because it just i think it's fairly new i don't remember the exact like line but i'll have to go back and take a look immortal hulk i think that's what he just said mike did oh, there we go Mortal <laughs> okay cool deal I, I said it started with an eye but i couldn't remember like what what it was he said uh rick says wolverine hulk buddy team in the wolverine comics it was awesome it was awesome and there's actually uh a wolverine uh versus hulk on Netflix, a short series. I don't know if they still have it on there, but it was years ago. It was kind of like the Iron Man Extremist. It was on there for a while. I don't know if it is now. Uh, that was pretty good. So. so many stories. That's why I say we'll see what happens. There's so mm-hmm. much stuff to pull from. They'll never run out of material. 
Well, I just hope, will. like I said, Smart Hulk is hopefully just like a, just like a layover. I think we're all we kind of the next mindset. destination. Yeah, lightly. You can take the Smart Hulk and give it to to She Hulk. She can be the Smart Hulk, and I'm cool with that because this is how she started out, and I accept her like that. But I want my Brute Hulk dummy back. Yeah. So. <laughs> I need the Hulk smash. Okay. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> well, Amen. Anything else, y'all? No, I think we did it. Cool. That's it, fellas. I do appreciate everybody who is in the show right now. Check us out. Give us a like. Give us a or, uh, subscribe because that always helps. And uh, check us out every Friday. Well, every Friday or Saturday or whenever we get on here. But it's usually aimed for Fridays at 9 p.m. If we're not going then, I try to put it on Twitter. That's the only form of social media I have. So if you're not there, you won't know. But if you sign up and sign up for the alerts, then you'll know every time we go live. So it makes sense. But I think it's time to get out of here because I have been – podcasting since 6.30 today. Because <laughs> I was in the C3 post-game show and watched the first half, and then I came straight here and did this. So I'm tired of sitting in this chair. It's been a while. <laughs> so, Sarah, where can they find you at? You can find me on the Twitter at my lady kitten. That's where I am. Sometimes you can find me maybe on some other little socials, but for the most part, interact, say hey, got questions. It is what it is. I'm there. I'm always up for a chat. <laughs> Ross, here, here right there you go. <laughs> they hit him. That's why you got to come check out the show if you want to talk to Ross. He's exclusive, man. You got to be on here. So, and then, uh, no one comes. <laughs> hey, hey, we had Nailed seven it. people in the chat room tonight. So like you said, you Ross, you good people. And you can find me at the Bad Daddy Fifty Two on Twitter. It's my personal Twitter handle. Check out at GCS Podcast One is the show handle. Um, we're here. We try to be here every week. Uh, if you're on the show, give us a like, give us a share, tell your friends, and be part of the show. You know, I try to be as interactive with the chat room as we can be. I post your stuff up there. We try to talk about the stuff you, you want to talk about. This show is kind of built by fans for fans. So I model it after the C3 Panthers podcast. Which, by the way, if you're a football fan or a Panthers fan, check <laughs> that one out too. Really, really good show. Um, I'm liking that one a lot. But all right, y'all. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to bed. Actually, I probably go to bed for like two hours, but I'm, I'm going to try to go to bed. So <laughs> y'all have a great week. And until next week, keep pounding. Bye, guys. Captain America. <laughs> <laughs>